what is going on. T-Pain here, hosting the Snuggly Dragon Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the show, everybody. Uh, we've got a couple people to thank for hosting this episode. First, of course, goes to Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters. Spectacular brand of coffee. They got Brazilian volcanic nuts. They got West Yugoslavian ultra dry roast black. You name it. Whatever you want. They got huge variety to choose from. Super delicious every single one. And you know what? It's fresh coffee. That's what we need. You want to go to Starbucks or Barnes and Nobles or wherever you get your coffee. And it's it's probably been chilling for about months before they actually roast the beans and give it to you. So if you want, I don't know, a fresh coffee and a fresh life, hit up HarvestMoonRoasters.com. Go get yourself a, a glass of coffee. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, who else do we got? I'm in love with some coffee. Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters.com. We're also brought to you in part by the Floribama Lounge Package and Oyster Bar. Head on over to the Flab, it's on the state line between Florida and Alabama. Uh, great personnel, delicious. Bushwhackers, they got like 20 bars in one building, y'all. It's wild. I like to play pool and go to the main stage, listen to some fiddlers. Love it. Um, Here we go. We also are brought to you by Shift Sport and Wellness, a little local company in New Orleans dedicated to solving your back pain. If you got back pain or want to learn some cool shift about exercise, hit up shiftsportwellness.com. Email your boy Jake, the CEO, and set up a little consultation. Finally, we are brought to you by Matthew Joseph Quitzaw and his his quest to make the world a less annoying place. Here's Q's pet peeve of the week. Oh, really? Every deodorant company? You haven't engineered a way to make normal deodorant not suddenly fucking crumble into pieces when you're in the middle of using it? Give me a fucking break, says Q-Man. Um, yeah, I've been kind of trying to shy away from the classical deodorant game, but I just love my old Spice Denali. It just smells so good. Uh, but apparently they put aluminum and, and all kinds of metals in standard deodorants, mass-produced ones, and that can lead to breast cancer and complications. So we should all probably take a look, keep an eye out on that. Um, Q-Man seems to be annoyed with the tactile qualities of classical deodorant um yeah i feel you q sorry about that anyway so this episode oh my gosh lots of fun uh the nerdiest longest podcast i've ever done in my whole life we're straight up talking breath of the wild zelda franchise uh for over two hours we love this game i'm here with josh and nicole two fellow super nerds gotta warn you if you're not into zelda Turn around and uh, and go, I don't know, plant a garden or do something productive because you'll be very confused by this episode. Um, but I had a lot of fun. Uh, for some reason, we sound like robots because uh, I suck at audio engineering, I guess. 
and the sound quality came out kind of weird, but you know what? We're talking about video games, so maybe maybe there's a reason for everything. Everything happens for a reason. So sit back and enjoy. Uh, love you guys. video game player and hopefully a someday actress a current day actress as well yeah I mean, hopefully when a I more can. known one later yeah fingers crossed for sure all right good you're sitting across from the great the great and magnanimous joshua Pereira. 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 yeah what's spanish want to say hello tell us a little about yourself josh uh hey everybody my name is josh Pereira, and um from Chalmette, Louisiana, so uh, Ew, representing, really? yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. No, I, that, that's all right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm a filmmaker, much like yourself, Max, and uh, currently teaching high school English and media production over on the North Shore, and that's been going really well. And I, too, am an avid video game uh, nerd. I've been pretty much taken over by the Nintendo Switch. I'm very happy with the oh, things really? that Nintendo has been doing uh, with that particular device. Dude, talk to me about some of the, the new stuff, because... I'm not so much a video game guy. I'm a Zelda guy. And all right, forewarning, anyone listening, we are about to nerd out on Zelda so hard. So if you aren't familiar with the franchise or are not interested in it, just go do something else. They're not cool enough anyway. I mean, I think we should be able to do a good enough job of getting everybody interested if they're not. That is one of my goals. I want to fucking psych the universe up about (laughs) Zelda because it is something that excites me to no end. And I, I can't believe that. Not everyone I know is obsessed with it. Right. It's incredible. But before we jump into that, yeah, talk to me about what else. Because, dude, as soon as the Switch came out, I bought the goddamn thing. Bought <laughs> Zelda. Beat it. And I haven't picked it up since. <laughs> so, like, what else is going on with Switch? I, I heard it was getting some heat. I'll try to do a I'll try to do a quick version of it. So, the last Nintendo system that came out was the Nintendo Wii U. But it sold... Very, very poorly. It, was, it had a tablet know. as a controller. Nobody really had it. Nobody really knew what it was did about. I did have it. I've had almost every Nintendo console, yeah. And so the Wii U came out, and it was such a disappointment, honestly. Why? It was just didn't have any bells and whistles more than the, the Wii? Because I love the Wii. I, I was right. Wii fan. Well, it was something like that they kind of played off of the Wii. Like, this is going to be better than the Wii because you have a gamepad that you can take anywhere. And then you take it to the bathroom, and it was just like, just kidding. You're disconnected. And uh... it was like... What? And all the games that they promised, like they had promised a Zelda game, which essentially became Breath of the Wild. They were like, this is going to come out for the Wii U, so get the Wii U. And then they just released two HD remixes, and they were like, just kidding, you have to wait for the next <laughs> console. Like kidding by Nintendo. Right. I there was they were a comedy that fucking with us, yeah. <laughs> Seven year development period for Breath of the Wild. What? Yeah. Oh, that's multiple systems. I want, to, I want to hear all the inside cool intel like that. Like seven years. Oh, God, like, we are such nerds, man. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about that. Dude, embrace. We're two minutes in. Embrace <laughs> the nerdity. Seven years. So uh, I can see how. It's, it's finished setting the stage for the Nintendo Switch. Essentially, last October, Nintendo said that, you know, we're going to come out with this new system. And that's where the new Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but they threw a curveball for everybody because it was going to be a truly portable current generation console and at first i'll be honest because i followed the news the whole way through i said i just want this system to play zelda that's it because this zelda game looks so fucking fantastic that Mm -hmm. i'll spend 300 plus dollars to play it 
I had to, just yeah, based dude, off the video. It doesn't matter what the price is. Yeah. And whenever the new Zelda comes out, I'm buying it, and I'm buying whatever I need to play it, and Correct. it's that. It's like, but once the Switch came out and I got it, I just realized that it truly is a magnificent piece of hardware, and mm, I've dope. put so much money into the Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> I'm basically working to pay <laughs> for well, life expenses and Nintendo. Um, so they finally just perfected the portable aspect of it absolutely much? Oh, yeah. yeah and they uh, i mean that was what the whole when the trailer dropped that was what they hinted at the most was that these people were in the airport like mm. waiting for their plane and they're just playing with strangers on this little portable you yeah. know console with the little screen and you're like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> it was everything they, it was everything the way you promised and just yeah. did not deliver mm. on and it's like up until that point, I was like, you know what? I'm so mad at Nintendo. I'm not going to buy this new fucking console. I'm just not going to do it. And then I saw the trailer, and I was like, right. God damn it, Nintendo. You did yeah. it again. Long story short, Nintendo's back, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, when I was walking out of my house, I was going to grab my Nintendo Switch and bring it. Uh-huh. Not even just to, like, prove the concept. Like, like, like a fucking commercial Nintendo. But I, I really wanted to bring because I was like, oh, I bet Max is going to have his here, too. And we could totally get some Mario Kart going or something, maybe. Yeah, all right, so what other games do you do you play with it? Oh, Mario Kart 8 is uh, fantastic. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's standard Mario Kart fare, but it's it's just been perfected at this point. Yeah. Well, but can't you not connect online with this thing? Oh, no, the, the Nintendo Switch is great with online play. Yeah. It's yeah. totally next level with that stuff. I mean, it's okay, it's okay, not so next you level, can't, but you can't it works. The internet just with like Safari or, or like Google Chrome or whatever. But you can, of course, yeah, of course you can play. Yeah. Right, there's right. no, like, search engine capabilities. No, 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 it's weird. You can't, like, watch YouTube videos. Or no. Stuff. No, That's there's not even strange. an app for uh-uh. the YouTube. But, like, I think what they, what Nintendo always banks on, what they lack in everything that another console like PS4 or Xbox One can provide, they have the best games and the best stories. And so that's what keeps them basically the story, in the market. Yeah. yeah. No. It's just... I mean, they wouldn't be in. They wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for Zelda or Mario. Because if you take away all those games, they don't really keep up with like yeah, the other mainstream it. They games. Don't kill it. Yeah. No, like Call of Duty didn't come. I think it, I think it went to the Wii, but it was not very well received. No, I actually had that game. It was a Christmas present when I was in high school, and it was <laughs> one of the few times where I had to be like, "Mom, I'm sorry, but you've made a huge mistake with this." <laughs> You didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Were we all like, are y'all ever big Xbox people like Halo or any of that? Yeah. I mean, for me, I, you know, I kind of stayed out of that. I was pretty loyal to, not loyal like a fanboy for Nintendo, but I just, I tended to like fantasy stuff for video mm-hmm. games. Like if I wanted to play a realistic video game, I would just, you know, go outside, oh, you know, so. <laughs> and kill people, right? Yeah, and just do that. So <laughs> I would just do the murder. real Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I don't know, just something about Zelda and Martin, just like these goofy, fantastic mm-hmm. stuff always appealed to me. But because of the Wii U. I got an Xbox because I was like, this looks miserable. So I ended up getting an Xbox. And I think the thing that Nintendo has and uh, Xbox doesn't now, what's even better is that besides the fact that it's the Nintendo games, um, 
being able to take the games wherever and have like a true console experience wherever you go is just it's incredible i mean i over the summer i went to disney world i went on uh like an extended camping road trip with my family which was awesome in fact if anyone ever goes to disney world the only way to do it is to stay at the campground it's fantastic it's so good you save a lot of money doing that too oh you save tons of money i'm telling you it is fun you still get the disney experience but i slept in a tent that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So and, the be- and the I'm best part about it is that at night, you know, I'm I'm laying here in this tent in the magical, you know, the most magic place in the world, and I'm just cruising on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> just having a ball. That's just having crazy. a blast. And, you know, it just, the proof of concept, it just, it just works, and it's fantastic. And it's the fact that I can play Zelda anywhere. Oh, that's yeah. danger. It's like, true enemy to productivity in any other department of your life. Um, did y'all, did you, all right, so for Zelda at least, where did you find yourself playing it the most? Did you, did you use the portable aspect? Did you play it in your room, on the TV, what? Because, like, the amazing part about it is, like, oh, my God, I have to sit and wait for this video to render for two hours. Uh, right. No, I don't. <laughs> right. Crushing through Lionels and shit. Right? Oh, yeah, I totally just played it in my room. But I, I um, would play it, like, I could, whenever I got kind of tired, I would just push it back into, like, little game pad and just lay in my bed and do it that way. Oh, so you would play in your room? On the in the handheld Both, version, yeah, just really depending on what my mood was. But I mean, I didn't leave my room for like two weeks. <laughs> I know. I, I, <laughs> so I, I hate late. to. Say, I I didn't stop playing that game for a month and a half straight. Right. It was not joking. It was bad. It was great. It was great. It was bad. It was amazing, bad. but my health was just deteriorated. And I was like, I'm gonna bring it to work. And my <laughs> boss threatened me, yeah. like, do not bring it to work. And I was like. <laughs> What is the point of the switch thing? I was I was showing up to teach junior high last year, so fucking exhausted, <laughs> just hungover, right, from the night before. Well, just just, just tired from game. just playing Zelda all night. I mean, those first couple Dude, of weeks were it was heaven. It was awesome, but it was you know I put a lot of time in. I ended up doing the exact same thing. I would uh, I would start on the TV with the Pro controller, which yeah. is like a regular you know Xbox type controller. Where you slip it into the. The little the I was I was so excited about all the different options that I just would use Switch a different around. one every time. Like <laughs> I was just like, now nah, I'm gonna play it this way because it feels awesome, and I'm gonna play this way because it also feels awesome. Oh, Eventually, I just got used to using the Dual Joy Cons, which I still think is the best uh, mode of play. Meaning, you're just just a Joy Con in each hand. That's, um, that's, see, that's because I could because yeah. you could because you can chew like and you, you can't see in the it. podcast, but we're all waving our arms <laughs> wildly. <laughs> Okay, I but that's something <laughs> that's something Nintendo's always mastered too. Is their con- their like yeah, controllers have always been perfect. They oh, yeah. always fit. Even the weird N sixty four, yeah, ergonomic to a T, <laughs> so, baby. It looks so weird, but it just fit oh. so perfectly. And mm. and it's the same with the with the new Switch and the the gamepad. Yeah, it they just, just get the curves right. Yeah, your hand and it's everything. Beautiful. Triggers like it was so great. I, I'll show y'all my setup uh, after we wrap. But it was like, I, I got one of my mom's, one of those big-ass TVs, like cathode ray TV, I guess you'd call it, because um, she didn't want it anymore, but it's huge, right? So I just plopped that right next to my bed. My bed's on the ground. And I would go Joy-Con, just like ISO, and just kill it, man. <laughs> just all just late into every night. I guess, I guess I didn't really stop, like, playing it for many hours a day until I beat the narrative storyline, Yeah, I guess. Because you just can't really. Um. Yeah, and for me, a lot of uh, what kept the game going was 
I had it took me probably about a month and a half or so. I don't really remember the exact time. I like the way it said it's kind of a blur at this point. <laughs> but uh, so for like a month and a half, I did the you know the main storyline. I didn't look anything up. I refused oh, to look I at I anything. Never up. No way. No, way. especially for this one. Like because every now and again, you know, you get stuck and you're like, all right, fuck it. I got. I'm, I'm sick of being stuck on this puzzle. But I refused to do anything. Um, and about a month and a half in, I had gotten to the point where it was like, all right, it's time. You got to go fight Ganon. And I was just like, no, it, it, it can't it be was, over yet. I'm sorry. Right. It was always in the back of your head. And I was like, no. Yeah. No, no they're going to have to wait. Yeah. All right. Everybody can wait. Here's my chief critique of the game is that the main narrative storyline in reference to the whole thing is such a small amount. And they're, I guess they're embracing so much more the side quest open world kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. But in every Zelda game I've played, Pretty much the narrative arc is like is the major part of the story. Right. So I was, oh, this is my one huge regret. I like I get all the four divine beasts, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, let's go hit uh, Hyrule Castle. Let's stroll in there, kick some ass. Because <laughs> after that, there's gonna be some whole thing, and then they're gonna introduce the new part of the world that I have to start exploring. Because that's what they've done with dude ever since like Super Nintendo, like everything, like. It's just, okay, here's the dark world. I mean, Twilight Princess. It's right. like, oh, my God. Now I have all these other, like, demon Beasts or whatever, major temples you have to beat. So I was, like, so ready for that, and I beat the goddamn game. <laughs> yeah, and, and it just ends. And it, and it just ended so suddenly. And I was like, no. And I was like, up until the very moment, I was like, are they, like, going to end this thing? And I was like, oh, God. Because that's my problem is, like, once the narrative storyline's over, that's where my heart is, right. right? That's where. And so after that, I can't just play hours and hours of side quests. If you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of just masturbating instead of making love <laughs> and it's yeah. like oh no so so i i wish i had looked up like don't don't just do the narrative because of course right. i did some fun side quests but yeah. don't go to hyrule castle at all oh, costs avoid wait. avoid the castle i was so sad that's my number one complaint with the game is yeah. that it was so short it was uh, very short narrative for sure. yeah and you know i've actually Oh my god! I got to do some. I on the way over. I drove about an hour to get over here. I listened to an hour. Oh, way, yeah, shout out to these incredible people. Nicole drove all the way from Baton Rouge and Josh drove all the way from Covington, just to nerd out with me about this incredible franchise. But you will, you will see why. I, I, powerful thing. I don't get this opportunity to speak so candidly and publicly about my love for the Legend of Zelda. So this is something that I've been needing to do for pretty much my entire young and adult life. Right. So you're actually doing me a great service, Max. So I thank you for this. But uh, the fuck was I? <laughs> but on the on the on the hour car drive over here, uh, I listened to an hour long video that recounts the entire narrative of the Legend of Zelda, yeah. like the full timeline. And we can wait, we talk wait. So not even about... just not even just this game. No, the, the, like... the full story of the the official timeline. I did the oh same thing. My. Yeah, just just so that like I was like, man, I can't show up to a Zelda podcast and not and not be able to throw out some minute details. It's so extensive. Like, of course, you forget every once in a while. Like, for some reason, the thing that always confused me and it didn't really hit me until whenever I was researching was that the timeline splits into three different ways, Mm -hmm. actually. And in in one way, it's when you defeat Ganon, and the other way, actually, no, is one way if you don't defeat Ganon. And the other way is when you defeat Ganon, but you do it in two different ways. So when you defeat Ganon and you do it in two different ways, one of the ways is that how you do it in Ocarina of Time, when you stay an adult and you defeat Ganon. Mm-hmm. But the other way is you go back in time and you tell Zelda and she sends you away with the Ocarina 
and that's Majora's Mask. Right, which was dope, and we got to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. But the other way is when you, you don't defeat Ganon, and that leads into, I think, Wind Waker eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, it's... Or no, it's, it's so... The failed... Ridiculous. Yeah, the failed timeline. Um, that might be Twilight Princess. Oh, uh, the fail no because in the because oh in the because in the failed timeline that's when they seal Ganondorf into the Twilight Realm, <laughs> and that's what leads to. Oh man! Which is also an incredible game. They really are all incredible. Um, God damn it! I love the Legend of Zelda so much. <laughs> so good. You know what pisses me I'm just off? Just scratching though? the surface. When you look at the timeline, that one of the games that doesn't fall within the timeline is considered a spinoff is the one that they had like a link to the past. Hmm. That is not in the timeline. They're just they're just not it's just, it's just not in there. It's not factored into the timeline at all. And that's one of my favorites. I mean it's top ten, probably not top five, but it's top ten and I'm like, what the fuck do you mean it's not in the timeline? <laughs> it's rude. It was too far in the past, I suppose. Do you know how many Whatever. installments there are? Of Of Zelda? Because oh. if you said ten, I would think that's yeah, maybe like ten to to 13 or so? Yeah. There's I no could, way you could name it. Let's, let me see. Uh, so they have the original Legend of Zelda on the NES, and mm-hmm. then they have uh, Legend of Zelda 2, Link's Adventure, and then they have uh, A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. then they have Link's Awakening for the Game Boy, um, and then they have Ocarina of Time for the N64. Four the, Swords. You missed Four Swords for... Uh, uh, it's, it's coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was on Super Nintendo, wasn't it? Uh-uh. Four Swords was on uh, Game Boy Advance yeah. and uh, GameCube. I played Four Swords on Super Nintendo, I want to say. Did you? Wow. Maybe I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll defer to you. I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me, I'll try to explain. I don't know what the fuck Ocarina of Time followed by Majora's Mask and then Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons on the Game Boy Color. Um, and then you have the Minish Cap on the Game Boy Advance, and then you have the Wind Waker for the GameCube, and then you've got Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks on the Nintendo DS, and then you've got Twilight Princess for the GameCube and the Wii, um, and then you've got Skyward Sword also on the Wii, and then you've got A Link Between Worlds, which is on the 3DS, um, and then the Four Swords are somewhere in there on GameCube and on uh, Game Boy Advance. Uh, and then you have um, Be of the Dub. Yeah, Be of the Dub, <laughs> and then the HD remix. I think I count eighteen. Yeah, there's a lot, dude. I haven't played yeah. most of those. <laughs> well, there's, have you I played th- all of those? Uh, yeah, I've played yeah, pretty much everything except for Four Swords, which I also don't consider canon. Though Nintendo does. It does. Yeah. It does. But I don't it's know. weird. Wow, I have a little. Oh, and there's that. Y'all are about to plunge me back into a, a deep. You, you have to, you have to, and it, it'd be fun to like have like a gaming session where you play them in like chronological order. Oh yeah, and you'd have to start with um, Skyward Sword because that's where it all began. Yeah. So you would play in, in chronological timeline order, mm-hmm. not in the consoles, because that's I'm just my mind's getting blown right now on right. how many like so there's three and a half storylines through like seven or eight different consoles yeah yeah this thing has just evolved into like this incredible has it been the same company designing it since the beginning it's always been nintendo there's been like capcom has made a couple of them but for the most part they do most of the games in-house some of the portable ones they put out to capcom at a certain point but other than that what about hyrule uh, warriors was that that was was um people that did the um dynasty warriors yeah yeah i'm not sure 
I don't know. That one's not canon. Though. No, that, that one's definitely not canon. No. That one was just for fun. <laughs> that was the, that was the one though. That was the one that had the for, uh, first voice actors in it. Yeah. Uh, oh, where they would actually speak like English and mm-hmm. stuff. But it wasn't canon, so. <laughs> so we won't talk. We won't, we won't talk. Right. Well, but Breath of the Wild. Of Breath, that was what I started when I saw the trailer. That's when I started crying. Was when I yeah. heard voices. I was like, "This is this is it." Link. <laughs> <laughs> That gives that puts like shivers down my spine. How many times I've heard Link, please wake up. Oh, it's so good. And then he wakes up in the uh, in the pool, and he's just surrounded by like tech, and you're just like, what the fuck? Right. And Sheikah and little iPods. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I oh my god. So talk to me. Let's talk about. We have so much to talk about. Okay. Because when you brought up Majora's Mask, I just. And I was at such a of like formative time in my life when I was playing Ocarina of Time, George Mask, and mm-hmm. stuff. So forever will those be ingrained and like some some like terrifying images. Majora's Mask was horrifyingly horrifying. scary at yeah. certain points and dark. It just just the whole thing was dark. I realized I had Princess. anxiety when I played Majora's Mask because the time it's like ticking the Dude, whole time. It's scary as fuck. Oh, it's awful. The aliens on the ranch. Did you ever get to that part? Oh yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> in the? <laughs> And that's the good thing about it. Start current. Gonna start by the wild. You can finish that thought though. I was just gonna say, just that's that's Nintendo though, right there. Especially with uh, Zelda. There's one thing I think in every game where they're just like, "Fuck it." There's gonna be an alien invasion in this yeah. game. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, or or in, or in Breath of the Wild, they're like, "Let's make a mini game where you uh, bowl with a giant snowball." <laughs> you know why not? Fuck it, let's you do, do it. Nintendo rocks. You're right. With the stories and just that kind of fantasy aspect, mm-hmm. they'll be in there for forever. Oh, yeah. You can't get that in uh, Call of Duty. Nope. No, man. Never. No, I agree. Um, all right. So, Breath of the Wild. What, what do you think? Major complaint of mine? Music. I was not a fan of the music. You score. weren't? Ooh. Are you mm-hmm. serious? Breaking my heart, Maxie. Too subtle and under... under Appreciated and like the same fucking song comes on whenever there's a bad guy around. It's like, oh, this changes. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just compared. And you shouldn't compare works of art, right. right? But I just so enjoyed all the other games, like music, so much more. And I feel like they didn't even really incorporate so many of the classics. I mean, come on, with Ocarina of Time, your goddamn uh, Bolero of Fire, right. Song of Storms, like everything. Like the music was such a, a badass part. I think the sound design was. Um, Amazing in mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, but like the music, I was I was underwhelmed with. Why? What do you guys think? You had a strong reaction. I love the music, and at, at first, I'll I'll agree with you. I was underwhelmed by the sort of like minimalistic score. Mm. It's kind of like if you've ever seen Planet of the Apes, the original Planet of the Apes from the seventies. It's got like a similar vibe to it, kind of like a minimalist score, with like just like a piano that sort of like helps carry the tunes along. Mm-hmm. But they're not really tunes, you know. They're just more just like like what you said when an enemy comes around. Right. But I've done a lot of time uh, after the game because I listen to like uh, video game soundtracks constantly. Right. It's like music to listen to. I, while I do like work. To do that with Zelda, like classical Zelda scoring. Yeah. Oh my God, well, so you cool. know that the theme for Breath of the Wild is Zelda's lullaby backwards. I remember hearing Whoa. that, but I don't think about it that is. all the time. Yeah, it is. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to play. I'm gonna have to play that again. I didn't. I didn't catch that at all. There's a lot yeah. of layers to it, and like the theme for uh, Hateno uh, Town or Village, whatever it is, in Breath of the Wild, yeah. is fantastic. And like the spin on the Rito Village, 
The retail stuff is great. Incredible. Whenever you walk by and there's just accordions going off, yes. that's fun. I'll give them that. And then, uh, I mean, the best song, I think the overall best recording in Breath of the Wild, besides like the opening track, like when you first run out into the world and oh, the, the piano comes in and Link's just like, whoa, look at this <laughs> giant <laughs> world. camera shot. And just... Yeah, and he's like... But uh, the reworking of the original Hyrule Castle theme, when you storm Hyrule Castle, mm-hmm. is just out of this world. Hmm. Do you, g- Max, go back and like listen to the tracks individually. And there's this video I have of like a Celtic <laughs> band that's like playing the tunes like in a forest. <laughs> yeah, just like a, it's like a cello and uh, a couple of violins, and they just like go through like the four main tunes uh, in like you know like a grassy field and like a forest, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really it's really cool. Go back and look at the tunes. They're I think they're really good. They're amazing. I will. I'll give them another list because come on, this is our baby that. Of course, Zelda's incredible, but right. I just remember having that kind of reaction. Um, another strong reaction in the infinitely positive. How fucking badass was it when you're you just because you do a lot of looking around, right? Because the oh, geography yeah. of the goddamn place is, <laughs> is unreal. I'm looking at fucking Death Mountain, and I see the tiniest little thing moving. I go, <laughs> "What is that? A giant?" Divine beast, lizard salamander crawling around the top. Yeah. Yeah. It was like they animated that to where it's it's like t- three millimeters on your screen. And you, you get closer and, and it's just doing its own thing independent of wherever you are. Like you could go around this way and it would just still be going. And it's like that detail where you can see the, the, the boss mm-hmm. from so far away. Oh, dude. And then it's you haunting. start to realize, like, oh, my God, then the fucking bird one's flying around. Yeah. <laughs> and just, oh, <laughs> how cool was that? That was amazing. And the dragons, too. I was going to say as well. Oh, yeah. You're looking in the, in the sky, and there's just a giant fucking dragon right. You're like, 90 miles away. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> no context no. at all. Wait. We never talked about it. You're the, just a fucking dragon. The first time uh, when you're going by Hyrule Lake or Lake Helia yeah. or whatever, uh, I'm going across the bridge and I'm like, whoa, this is like in fucking Twilight Princess. And then as I'm going across the bridge, all of a sudden a fucking dragon just emerges oh, yeah. from the water. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Because you know that it's not one of the bosses because no. you've already seen, like yeah. you said, you see the bird flying around, you see all the other bosses, and uh, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then, you, and then you see the other ones and you're just like, oh my God, there's right. so much. And it's truly just like, that's the best part is that Breath of the Wild is just like a world that is so alive. Mm-hmm. Everything. Through everything. I mean, right. there's just so many moving parts. What's up, Rick? Ricky just walked in, a muggle, a non-Zelda fan. <laughs> oh, Come on, Rick. Come tell on. us uh, a joke. Or sing. You have a Drake quote you want to drop on us? Into the mic. Come on, champ. Anything. I'm putting you on the spot because I have high esteem for you. On a road like Cottonelle, I was made for all of this shit. And I'm on the road, box office sales, getting paid for all this shit. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Anyway. Yeah, they didn't have that in The Legend of Zelda, I don't think. Or Drake. That was another one of my chief complaints. Could have had some. You just yeah. meet Imagine Drake at like, some you point. You roll into like one house. <laughs> you meet Drake. He's like a Goron. He's like, yo, welcome to my armor shop. Yeah, he's got like a rap career that he's working on. He's right. like, Link, I need some help. Oh my, uh, God. oh my God. So this brings me to probably the funniest part of Breath of the Wild, which I'm sure if I gave you five guesses, you could guess. Prince Sidon. Oh, he's a beast. What? I'm in love with oh, him. Yeah, the, I, the girls love Prince Sidon. They're like in love with this fish man. <laughs> I'm a 
was oh so in God. love with him, and I was like, "There's something wrong with me. I shouldn't be." Because he's got that winsome smile. Oh, he's I so look handsome. at him. Give him like five close-ups. <laughs> yeah. Like, like mid dialogue, they'll just zoom in on him, and he'll like wink at the camera and just, like, give <laughs> right. this giant smile. And like, what the fuck? No, right? I lo- I loved. Him. I'm not I ashamed to admit that after finding out that women loved him, I was like, you know, I gotta I gotta start looking at his cavalier attitude. I gotta be more like this fish person. Yeah. He really, he's really the role model we all need. <laughs> When we were talking, just a happy guy. <laughs> two throwbacks before I forget them. We were talking back to the music, the dragons music. Every time you saw that, that always gave me chills. Yeah. And it just like it's so faint, and it always it always made me be like, where the fuck is it? Oh, sketchy. Yeah, it's amazing. Maybe that's one of my problems. I would play just late into the night, like I said, with my girlfriend just asleep right there. So my volume was probably normally pretty turned down. So as subtle as it was. On a low volume as well. Maybe that caused an underappreciation for me. Probably so. Your second throwback? My other throwback was because we were talking about what if Drake was in Zelda. <laughs> they did do two little cameos. I don't think they ever confirmed it, but there's a character in there that looks a lot like Robin Williams. Yeah. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is true. And this then, is true. Yeah, and then the, the Nintendo, uh, one of the, was he a founder of Nintendo? He, he passed away. Right, he, uh, and he, Iwata. Yeah, and he's in it. Yeah, that's, that's confirmed. Yes, yeah, that's th- the one who tells you that Zelda's horse is like right around the corner. Yeah, but Robin Williams' character is like, and it's something that they haven't confirmed. But you know, he was an avid Zelda fan. I didn't know. That. You didn't know that his he daughter is named Zelda. Yeah, after the game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, she came when uh, when they announced Breath of the Wild or after it came out. She came out and made a video saying, uh, "Thank you so much to Nintendo for." You know, giving me a name. Giving me a name that not only my, you know, proud. She was proud of it. You know, it wasn't like, thanks, Dad. Yeah. I, a weird Z name. I grew up with getting <laughs> fucked because everybody said, "Oh, the Legend of Zelda." I'm getting right. fucked. Well, you know, just like getting fucked <laughs> over getting fucked by being. I think you meant to say prepositions. Yeah, I gotta. I, I should know that. I should know better. How many master sword jokes do you think she got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure one or two. She, what if she she. We're going off the rails here, but what if she she, she might have liked it? She she might have thought it was cool. Yeah, I hope so. I hope she owned it. Right. Um, it is a little strange to be like so obviously named for like a pop cultural thing that everyone knows right now. Right. But like I like my number one dog name right now is Link. Right. <laughs> Full name Lincoln. Call him Link. That's amazing. Um, you mentioned Zelda's horse. Yeah. So yeah. once I found. The uh, the giant fucking black horse oh in the plains God. named him Shaq. Yeah, Ganondorf. Oh, nice. That was Ganondorf's horse. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's of supposed to be. It was. It's supposed <laughs> to. Be, yeah, it's Ganondorf's horse from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and just in general. Dude, oh, yeah, so I, I didn't realize that, it either. I was like, all right, no saddle on this thing. I'm killing it like yeah. whatever. He's and huge. I didn't realize you can. He's so big. Just, yeah, you can just blast through. You can, dude. You can run through guardians with that shit. Also, did you know you can deflect the guardian laser beam with your shield? I did not. I didn't know until I beat the game and I looked up like 50 things we love about Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. That was number one. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) That was number one. Because they fucked me up so many times. God, that that was what every time I heard the... My anxiety was just... Oh my God. I took I took a, a very evasive approach with the Guardians. I was like, I'm not fucking with these guys. I'm not doing it. But then you find out that you can like build all the cool shit with the the dude in the stormy tower. Yeah, yeah. and get the greaves and like the Guardian arrows, which are so fucking key. Yeah. Right. How about that? I think it's um maybe it's one of the places you get the barbarian some sort of 
apparel. You yeah, know, it's yeah. Like the three mazes. Mm-hmm. The bottom layer, you like fall in, cake it out, and there's like 80 of them. And they're all like, <laughs> oh, like, right, right, down. yeah. And some of them are fake. So you want to run up and like grab the ancient screws. Right. Like, some of them are- <laughs> <laughs> grab the ancient screws. Just like all on you. Dude, it's like a once rave. you get six fucking lasers on you, you're like, oh god. Same thing this when you're it. when you there's like a really long in the Z axis direction where you get to one of the statues that you pray at. Uh-huh. It's like northwest. Um, oh, the hidden temple. It's a temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah the forgotten temple. I know exactly. Like a zillion. Yeah, album. that's one of the best oh, parts of the game. Oh my man. god, it took me forever. Um, but Zelda's horse, because I got Shack or Gandalf's horse. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm. I'm I don't mean anything else than no. this. But oh, I also got the skeleton horse, the undead one. Did you guys oh, ever ride one of those? I didn't. I did the it. I did the quest, but I'm not. I don't remember if you can actually like keep it. Can it you keep like, it? You put no. it in the stable. Like, yeah, you, you can't go keep through it because you're like obviously I'm gonna save this guy, and then the dude goes ah, like he'll eat the other horses. Like <laughs> he'll eat the other horse. Dude. <laughs> oh the detail. Hey, get that monster. It was somebody's here. job to yeah. animate that dude's reaction yes. and type in the li- like. So much depth, so many layers. I saw a post on uh, Nintendo Switch Reddit last night where somebody had discovered for the first time, and I never noticed this either, a minor detail where after it finishes raining, uh, the horses, any horse just hanging out, uh, when it like finally stops raining, they'll like shake off the water. Oh. Just like one or two times just to get dry. That is beautiful. Yeah. It's you, just, and you wouldn't notice it because unless you're like no. standing right there, you'd never see it. No. But it was just something that people picked up on, what do we... Six seven months <laughs> removed from the release right. of the game. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, you I can bet you there's so too. much. Yeah. Yeah. You can ride like all the weird animals. Yeah. If you're nice, if you just give a dog an apple or something, it, right. it'll lead you to. You can make him do tricks by running around. It's amazing. It's those little details. Like if you yeah. talk to a, a guy like Beetle or whoever the shopkeepers are, if you talk to them in the rain, they'll give you a discount because they want to get out of the rain. It's little stuff like that. Oh my god! Yeah, when they're in the, when NPCs are in the rain, they'll like hold their shield up to yeah. cover themselves, uh-huh. and they'll try to book it to the nearest like yeah. cover. Oh my goodness! That's Wait, funny. what about the first time you ever talked to an NPC, and then they're like, uh, "Can can I get uh, can can I get you to show me your master sword? I just want to see it real quick." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Uh, yeah, actually." And then they reveal their disguise, and they're part of the Yiga oh clan. Oh my god, they're the Worst. I love running to those worst. people. I'm like, all right, bro, let's do it. Yeah. It should have been so much tougher. I mean, yeah. the whole hideout thing with them was fun and so reminiscent of Gertie Valley, Ocarina of Time, when right. they sneak oh, around. Man. Pirates Fortress. Talk about a song. I, I know how to play this on guitar. Love do you that. really? Do you? Oh, my God. I'll play for you guys after. That's fantastic. Um, wow. No, actually, I agree with you. I wasn't a big... Um, since we've been sort of like singing all of the praises of the game, we can get into some of the critical yeah, stuff. One of the things that I didn't like was the Yiga clan. I didn't like that they were so... I didn't like that they were like goofy. And I kind of... love that. The bananas thing? No, the bananas... The bananas thing is hilarious. I do like that, but like... They're kind of pussies. Kind of, yeah. It all, it all just, it, it all just kind of came to a head where I didn't mind them being a little goofy, but then like when you fight the master boss, I think his name's like Koga. He was, very goofy. He was like over the top goofy, oh, and I was just kind of like, eh. Oh, I almost would have preferred instead of him just being like a bumbling idiot mm-hmm. to have been, I don't know. Good. Uh, yeah, like actually good. Like giving yeah. the people some, giving those people a reason to actually follow him besides their mutual love of bananas. <laughs> Which is essentially what the game explains as their primary <laughs> motivation. Mm-hmm. Do you have any chief problems with the game? It's really, I mean, 
I love this game so much. That mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest issue I had was that the narrative was too short, but there was so many beautiful qualities about this game. And I went in, like, I always try going into a Zelda game without any, like, I'm not going to compare it to Ocarina of Time, because it is a whole new timeline. It's a whole new era. It's a new Link. It's a new Zelda. It's a new Ganon. So I try to go in with that mind frame. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the only issue I had with this game. I loved everything Is it there wasn't more this. of it? There wasn't, there wasn't more of it. Great issue. But now we have this awesome capability of having DLC, which we've never had with oh, yeah. a Zelda game before, DLC. really. Uh, downloadable content. Oh, right. So just extra shit. Mm-hmm. So they're adding on some, like, little side quests and some shrines. Um, did you get all the shrines? No, not yet. You got all of them? I got all of them, yes. Did you? I did, Did yeah. you? No, no. I, it's hard. I think there's 120. Yes. And I've got like 100 of them, something like that. It's hard. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, it's hard. You can't do it without looking them up. No, I, at the at the very end, I, I was, I think I was like two or three short. And, oh, wow. And, and I without had. Without looking them up? Without looking them up. Wow. Yeah. God, just use it as fucking shit. Guys, I played this game quite a bit. God. <laughs> Um. Wow. Yeah, I played this game. <laughs> well, do you know how many like Karok seats there are? Oh, that, that's oh, fucked up, though. I, I'm not. But they they released the amount. There's 900. There's 900 of them. And you, and you know what you get <laughs> if you find Karok. them all? Is that how you pronounce it? Because I was I don't saying know. Korok. I say Korok, I but Korok. I also used to say Deku Tree. So I said yeah, Deku Tree. We never what really knew how to say things Mm-mm. until the Zelda game because they said a few things, mm-hmm. but like. Link. <laughs> Link, but like, uh, how do you say Link's horse's name? Epona. I say Ep- Epona. <laughs> I, say, I just say Epona, like Epona. Yeah. Well, that's because we're American dummies. Right. Yeah. I heard, I heard the Japan, like the, Japanese. Yeah. Well, that's how like the Japanese say it. And so that was the only way I'd heard it. So I was like, I guess that's Well, isn't right. it based off like the Japanese word for horse? Is it? I don't know. Is Probably. it? Probably. Did I just make that up? It sounds. Am I being, <laughs> is that is that inappropriate? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't think no. But no, no I, it, I think it might be. But I'm not exactly 100 positive. That makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. Pronunciation with a lot of stuff in Zelda has always been a little bit off. Like I used to say Jeridu, huh? Instead of oh, Gerudo or yeah. whatever else. I say, I say Gerudo. Yeah. Wait, it's 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 an O in the end or an U? No, it's Gerudo with a U, right? With, a, with an O. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Gerudo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Gerudo, but... Yeah. Well, I thought... Oh, my God. You know, the fee from... Uh, yeah, Star yeah. Word, it's phi. Yeah, I think I thought it was fee at first, too. Yeah. I was like, there's only one or two ways you can pronounce this, and of right, course I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Maybe this is a good time to get into this, because you knew it was going to come up eventually, but <laughs> who's the worst uh, helper in The Legend of Zelda? So the worst, like... Like, you've got Fi, you've got Navi or Navi, you've got Midna, you've got Tattle and Tail, the fairies or whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got, um... Oh, my God, how about the fairies in this game? The giant buxom women? Them. So good! Hilarious. I love them. So happy. There's so much humor in this one, which is really fun. But anyway... I love to see that. They were awesome. Worst helpers. Hmm. You know, because they have, um... Midna was such a saucy little bitch. I <laughs> love <laughs> She loved Midna. And she then she got like, crazy hot at the yeah. end, like dark hot. <laughs> yeah, like, with her red hair, like demon goddess. Like, Get it, sex. Well, that's yeah. why she was so confident because she knew she had she it was, the whole time. <laughs> she, she was, was just a, like, wait, a zesty little tomato. Yeah, like, she was. I loved Mid- Dude, Twilight Princess. 
I mean, I guess you can't beat Ocarina of Time, but god damn it, is Twilight Princess close. First time you could strap a bomb onto an arrow and then just blow up <laughs> fucking bats. Like, just fuck shit up. Dude, bomb, bomb arrows is such a cool idea. Anyway, where's Helper? Where's the Helper? It's hard because I love them all. Because I have such like a... Those are my helpers. You know, you always put yourself in a place of Link. I would mm. I would name Link Nicole whenever I was younger because I was like, right. I'm in mm. this. Yeah, And that's something I want to get into because you're the first girl I think I've ever met who really? I know who's played the franchise, yeah. Actually, I hate to say this, but I'm pretty sure you're also the first and only girl I've ever met to play Zelda. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And, and it's not that I, and I, you know, I run in a lot of circles where it's not like, you know, you know, girls are into, you know, that type of stuff. Right. So it's bizarre, but I don't know, like. No, I don't think I've ever met too many who are into yeah, Legend of Zelda. That is interesting. But you're right up there with the best of them. Like, oh my you know, God, dude, this girl cover photos on Facebook. Like, nice. Oh, I, love it. <laughs> nice. I love it. If I could cosplay it, I would. Right. Who would you be? I'd be Zelda, but I I don't know which one I would be because this There's new Breath of the Wild, she's like cool. Warrior Zelda, right? And yeah. she's and I really oh my she god, she was a badass in this she was one. So awesome. She was like always mad at Link. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was the first time that she was like not subservient. Yeah, she, was, like, she wasn't like the cute princess, yeah, or whatever. She was like a fucking beast. No, she, she and she was right too because it was finally for the first time she's like, hey. Say something, you bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm fucking bored out of my mind. Right. Could you please like stop with the stoic bullshit? And, and explained just... why he was quiet all the time in this game. So yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. And that's and mm. I know we're going all over the place. I mean, that's what happens when it's Zelda, yeah. right? Dude, but like there's no structure to this. You know, there's we, we mentioned it before, like when I was reviewing the overall story of Breath of the Wild, it's actually a really complex thing. Like, there's actually more story overall mm-hmm. in Breath of the Wild than a lot of the other Zelda games. It just so happens that you don't see it in order no. or you don't necessarily see it at all. So it never feels like a cohesive narrative. Question. Sorry. Yeah. Did you, so you, did you have to do the Zora domain first and then you could go to any of the three in no. a row? No. So this one, you could just do any order? No, you, you can do any order. In fact, like, I think the current world record for the any percent speed run for Breath of the Wild is something like 30 minutes from start to finish. Because you can just go straight to the castle if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah. And as long as you don't die, you can, yeah. Yeah. You can beat Ganon. Yeah. yeah. But it's hard. But you just get that crazy boost where they, like, wreck half of his oh, life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things I didn't like was that it seemed like it was way too easy. But but getting to that was a lot. I mean, I worked for them to right. be there. So mm-hmm. that kind of outweighed it for me. But at first I was like, hmm, well, it's going to be a lot easier. You easy can run from Ganon, spider, fucking tarantula, mega Ganon. God, it's terrifying. He's wild, dude. The art, the design, unbelievable. It but. You, you could just keep running away from him and not getting hit. Like, he was pretty easy to beat, I think. Yeah, I was very disappointed with the, like, the last part of the game. Not the castle. The castle was one of the... So cool. Was one, it's, it's one of the best parts of the game, in my Super opinion. Cool. It's so fucking cool. It's definitely the best dungeon. And um, But the final boss, again, like you, Nicole, had said, like, because I had done everything in the game, I was super overpowered. And I had all the help of the divine beasts, mm-hmm. you know, but like you get the helium shield in the. Cabinet, oh yeah, which was, yeah. I was like, and I don't even fuck. I don't even fucking remember when I found it, but I was just like, yes, this is it. This is what it's all about. That's funny. Um, oh, I love it. Fuck yeah. And anyway, but like the the actual like final fight, I didn't mind like the first part of the final boss so much. I thought that was you know pretty good. It was you know more difficult, but where you got to get on the horse and like shoot the the big pig 
be scanning or whatever. It was just so easy and so underwhelming. And then just the ending of the game where Zelda just kind of like appears and it's like, yeah, thanks. And then it's pretty much just (laughs) over. over And you're like, what did I just do? That was definitely one of my complaints. I wasn't too happy with the ending because I kind of thought that like you'd beat the game and then it would be like, Hyrule is safe now, so now go explore the world yeah. and just have some fucking fun. It doesn't let you save, right? Yeah. Right, so no. when you beat the game, you go back to your save before you beat Ganon. So I was kind of excited to like go through the world and be like, hey guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, like I did it. Ass, yeah. yeah. But I thought we were going to go, because like, at the end, the whole dialogue is like, uh, Root, not Ruta. Is it Root? Yeah, Root. Ruta, they're like, Which she's one? giving us some issues. At the very end of the game. Oh, yeah, the right? elephant had, yeah. like, broken or whatever. Yeah, she's like, so we're going to mm-hmm. go fix that. And I was like, right. oh, cool, we're going to go see the beast. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, just kidding, uh, in, in credits. And you're like, yeah. wait, Yeah, I thought they were going <laughs> to figure out a way to be like, all right, well, here's just a bunch. There's going to be a bunch of recurring quests now that you can sort of just do at your leisure. Right. And you can just do stuff in the game past the fact, but you can't. I guess, I you know. I was going to be a whole new world, man. I was, I was furious Ooh, that would have been. I, I had really the furious. opposite of, like, of you because I did. I mean, I would just get so distracted by things. Uh-huh. Like, like when did I Did you found- build your own city? I got my own house. Oh, fuck yeah. You built the town? I didn't realize. I didn't learn about that until later. Wait. That was my favorite part of the game. Oh, yeah. Building the town. What? Yeah, you build an entire new village. It's Dude, the best part of the game. You can build it. What? It is the <laughs> best <laughs> fucking part of the game. And we've put hundreds of hours into this game. That is incredible. Dude, I guarantee you, after this whole conversation is done, we're everyone's going to find out something new about the game. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smoke some pot and get weird. With it. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Prayer, why are you so tired? Well, kids, I was up all night. <laughs> Talking about the Legend of Zelda, out, man. I can't imagine being a teacher because I would go, I would go to school and be like, "All right, fuckers, we're gonna go over the timeline today in order for the Zelda game. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the test. Get ready." I wouldn't if I would talk to kids. I would get them introduced to Zelda because it was such a vital part in my life. Right, All right. I needed it. This is yeah. an important part of the same. They'll break why your heart, should, though. Why should people who don't play Zelda play Zelda? Like, why do you think it's been so successful? Why do you... I mean, there's a reason it is the staple of goddamn Nintendo. Like, right. Why, why do you think everyone should play Zelda? Me, personally? Yeah. Because I am a, I am the person I am today because of The Legend of Zelda. And I've played a lot of video games. But the reason... And it's going to sound silly, but I help literally anybody who's like, I need help. Because Link taught me to. I help everybody that comes right. to me. And I am always I'm always like, I take leadership because of Zelda. I feel confident because I play Zelda. Oh, man. It's, it really made me who I am. Wow. And it's magical. It always was like, and because I was bullied in school, you know, I was a weird girl who played video games. So when I would go home and I'd play Zelda, I'd be in the, in the world of Hyrule and I was happy. And that's what got me and through you get all a that. Sweet. Right, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you right. all the okay. goblins I'm, or the moblins, I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Yeah." laughs> it was amazing. What do you think, John? That's that's incredible. It makes me want to cry. Right? No, yeah, I was, I was getting a little shot. but you know, it's you know, it's similar type of thing for me. You know, for me, it's just like the the real the real world. You know, it lacks that sort of like like. Everybody, to a certain extent, wants to be a hero, right? But I really wanted to be a hero. You know what I mean? I really got into this idea of somebody's going to, like, 
be really brave and try super hard and save everybody in a time of need, right? And I think that why people should play Legend of Zelda is because I feel like we're we're moving farther away from that idea of the, like the hero myth, right? Of mm-hmm. like you know the, the King Arthur, the Hercules, the you know the 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 epitome of like a hero who rises to an occasion and then you know you know solves some issue for humanity. And not only that, but proves to themselves that they can, like you said, like they could do whatever they want, like they could overcome any challenge. So I mean, that's for me, like it, it all just fit because I like this idea of like looking at the real world, like you would look at the game of The Legend of Zelda. Where it's like, all right, you've got this monumental task of life in front of you, um, and you know you have to work at these different problems, and you got to be clever, and you got to be brave, and you got to do all these things, and figure out a way to be like Link and to figure out the problem, you know. And I think that in a world that moves so far away from that as we go forward into like hyper realism, hyper realism, everything's got to be real, it's got to be gritty, it's got to be real. You know, you move away from that hero because so many people are nihilistic nowadays of like, Mm. I'm not going to be the fucking hero. You know, what's the point? Everyone thinks too differently. Right. But like, I think what like Zelda arrives at is that collective humanity of just like, guys, we got a fucking problem. And it's, you know, it's it's on it's beyond this realm. It's this dark Ganon thing that is just always it's always going to come back. So there's always going to have to be somebody who rides to the occasion, which is why the reincarnation thing is just fucking brilliant. So smart. It's so, so smart. And it's always, like, in the case of Skyward Sword, what's really cool is, like, there's always something, even when you think that you've sealed it away, there's somebody who who is evil enough to, like, bring it out. So, like, Girahim in Skyward Sword, like, he's, you know, Ganon is not a thing until he comes and he mm-hmm. releases him. And then who is it? it, it in Majora's Mask, it's... it's it's not Ganon per se, but Skull Kid is what brings out. It's 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 always in different forms. It's right. always there. It's always under the surface, and it's sometimes in like this ca- in the case of Skull Kid, it's where you least expect it. Right. It's weird. It's weird. It's scary, but I love it. Yeah. And what you were talking about, hopefully to not get too off, you know, what Shush, we're talking about. But, <laughs> but like you, like you're so right. When we 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 have strayed so far away from instilling these qualities in people and, and being the better person. Now we have shows, and I, I do like the show. I really like It's Always Sunny in, in Philadelphia. Oh, sure. It's Come so on. funny, but it teaches people, like, you can be awful and still be funny and people still like you. Right. Like, they're not really good characters. They're funny, but, like, there's a lot of shows like that that have become really popular now where the the protagonists are not good Bad guys. People, yeah, the anti-hero. Right. I want to I contend with that a little bit. I think... A lot of the charm of It's Always Sunny is that they never end up winning or getting what they want. And right. I think maybe those creators are teaching us, they're showing us bad people who right. lose. And yeah, right. they're still funny and like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like they'll always like try this scam and screw this person over. But they never like really get away with it, no. right? Which right. I think is a good thing. And in Zelda, whenever you are the good person, you win. Yeah. And they don't show you, like even in the timeline when you are defeated by Ganon that's not shown that's mm. just assumed in the in that timeline and i think that's super important yeah and i think that was one of the best things about breath of the wild is because it was for the first time that they showed in the game itself link as a sort of flawed hero mm. where like his stoic nature actually drove zelda away 
you know? And it was a direct result of them not being able to come together and form that relationship because that's what was lacking. Zelda thought it was her, Mm -hmm. but the problem was that they were supposed, they needed to work as a team and they weren't able to do it. And as a result, they fucked up, you know what I mean? And they lost (laughs) and the world was destroyed. So like, because I didn't complete all of the the memory. So So essentially what... Yes! (laughs) So essentially... (laughs) We're like I haven't yet. We're like your parents who are like scolding you for coming home with a bad grade. Like, Max, you didn't look at the cutscenes. I got, I got as many of the outfits as I could because I thought that was really fun. fun. Material things, the memories (laughs) is where the heart was at. And if you like Zelda now, just when you watch his memories, I I must have just totally forgotten about him. I'm getting the rest of them tonight. No, I remember going through. I just got sidetracked because there's so much to fucking there's right. so much like, to do. Um, uh, uh, so I guess don't tell me then. What, yeah, sure. There's no, yeah, some juice there. I, I probably no. There's about, there's about juice half there. Of the, the, the ones to get. I mean, I know Link's got like his fish girlfriend, but I didn't realize there was like. I was this like, okay, I guess they're not gonna. That was very interesting. They're not gonna deal with uh, with like Link Zelda romance or whatever. Right. Um, but maybe I have a lot to learn. Well, the, the whole Link and Zelda relationship has always been sort of like it's never been confirmed. It's never been sexualized or anything. No, right, which no. I really, I really enjoy that. And sometimes, That's like a nice twist on the classical. It is, but like in Twilight Princess, it's hinted that he wants to be with the girl from his hometown and not so much Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know, and then in this one, it's. Basic. It's not confirmed, but he was, you know, kind of into Mifa, the oh, yeah. fish girl. Yeah, he was in love with a fish. Right. Yeah, she was hot. She was she hot. Was gorgeous. <laughs> she was so a hot was fish, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't compete with that. You no, Mifa can't. was hot. Okay, that's right. the nerdiest thing I've said all year. <laughs> Mifa was super, super hot. <laughs> Her voice was. Bless her. Well, you know. And she was just. Re- what, what was hot about her mostly was just she was so nice. She really was. She just was like, Gosh, <laughs> well, it's true. It's totally true. You know, she, the thing about her was that she, unlike Zelda, who was kind of like, always like, come on, Link, like you got shit to do. Like, yeah. let's, let's take care of this. Mm-hmm. Mifa was very understanding about, yeah, this yeah, looks pretty right. hard, but don't worry about it. I'll always, you know, I'll always be here for you. I know that you got a lot to fucking do. Save the goddamn world. It was the yeah. saddest part of the game was when you I mean, you know that she died, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And remember when you get to Zora's domain for the first time? They're all like, "Hey, dude, fuck you!" Yeah, dude, the aid of the king is like, "God, they hate Yeah, all the all the yeah. old people are like, "Dude, fuck you, man! You're the one who killed Mifa." And I love that you shit. have the option to like say something dick back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, man. The, the storyline won't continue until right. you say like the nice thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's funny. Um, and the new generation of fish are like, who are you? Why right. does everyone hate you? You seem like a nice guy. Yeah. One thing you touched on, which I was just before I forget, it's like acting out the archetype of the hero. Like there are so many people like this, like in my existential and metaphysical angst and <laughs> pointed up toward the dragon uh, in my research of like, I don't know how to operate in existence and like what is the highest ideal and like how what do I believe in God and all this kind of shit it's like there are scholars who who take the meat from these stories like the Bible and Gilgamesh and, and thing and like look for recurring patterns and it's like dude the best way to operate your existence is to act out the archetype of the hero yeah and I wonder if that's the reason why this has been so successful because it's like boom here I am it's me against evil yeah. let's go out it's gonna be tough it's gonna take forever it's gonna 
need creative problem solving and and appreciation for beauty and all this awesome stuff. But like that's how you should be. So I guess that's why I can't just do open world side quests after I've beaten the narrative, yeah. right? It's like I think I yeah, I can't like justify that because it's like, all right, once I'm done living out the archetype of the hero, then come on, I gotta do it in the real world, right? right. And like elsewhere and stuff. So like I feel I feel like, God damn it, is that such a strong powerful ancient story that we're just acting out again man yeah and that's why i agree with you that's why the legend of zelda is so fantastic because they nail that idea of the reincarnation because like the the hero myth is based off of just that that like over time this hero myth the reason why it's always been told the same way is because it's like it's like part of our biology to certain it's part of how because okay so i i I did a i did a quick lecture with my class the other day on this and of course i'm mostly looking at blank stairs (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) can we just get back to the nouns and the pronouns we preferred that like just make us bored by that don't make us don't make us think about exit but um i was talking about so like the reason why i think that it's like part of a biology is because like back in the day when we were living in caves and stuff at some point you know, we were living in groups, small groups, and at some point, a stranger literally would come to town, and usually the form of like a, a dangerous animal, like right? Snakes were a yeah. son of a bitch. Snakes, exactly. That's history. that's what the model. When we lived in trees, yeah. we got fucked. We got oh, fucked up by snakes. A dragon is like the yeah. classical bad that's, guy. The mono myth is based <laughs> off of the snake. There's so much to that because the idea is that when the snake, because snakes were a little bit bigger, and when they would come up, when they'd get near the cave. Somebody, some brave motherfucker had to go out and take care of that snake because if you didn't, then it put the entire uh, tribe in jeopardy. Mm. So that's what the whole thing is based off because, like, it's part of our natural biology to evolve. We needed that hero to go out and kill, slay the dragon, kill the monster. Mm -hmm. And that's why this idea that the story needs to be retold in the similar fashion is because it's not just like, it's not just because they're relying on stereotypes to shill an easy story. What no, they're it's doing like the most important story right. Right. that mankind can learn. Right. Like go out, defeat the monster for the people. Yeah, right. they're they're tapping into what has kept us alive this far and keeps us going. And without it, you know, you know, if we ever forget the lesson that it teaches, who knows? Right. So if you put a snake in front of like a chimpanzee or bon- bonobo or something that's never seen reptile before, it will freak out, it'll lose its mind. There's like a natural just major discrepancy between us and, and freaky reptiles. Right. And then the second thing I wanted to say, I kind of forgot. But... But I fucking pick up what you're putting down. Oh, right. we Dude, we we have, as a species, selected based off of to make heroes and to make alpha males who climb the top or, like, w- like women are more attracted to... The three things women are attracted to are high, um, high status, tall alpha males. And, like, dude, we, we like... We have been genetically engineered to pro- propose this idea that you, the hero archetype, like that's what our species and its code is all about. You're nodding a lot. I feel like you have a lot of cool. Well, things I'm to say. nodding because it's it's so true, and it's just making me ask the question: like, what makes Link that perfect hero? It's that. I mean, it's the fact that he picked up the sword when nobody else would, mm-hmm. and like. What makes him? What makes him like that? And why is he so young? I mean, whenever he is like the first again, the chronologically first game is Skyward Sword, and that's when he's the youngest. He's like seventeen or sixteen. And Twilight Princess, that's when he's the oldest. That's why he looks more harsh and 
which is badass. Right. When he's that old and you're finally not playing like tween Link. Right. You're like, dude, man beast. Like, it's but, cool. Right. But like, it's always a different Link. So what mm. is it about, because e- they're all the same, but they're all different. So what about Link as a whole makes him the perfect hero? What is it? Like, yeah. I don't even know, honestly. I just know that when I see him or when I think hero, it's Link. Yeah. I mean, come on. Warrior, athlete, kind of like like he's not like a a big plump like no. like stationary guy he's like a mover and shaker and a doer sword i guess the sword is super symbolic it's like m- what man has created to fight unfortunately other men often mm-hmm. but also like i mean we came up with iron and shit so we could murder snakes and stuff and like arrows so we could eat food and and conquer the chaos to make it make ourselves stronger He's got long hair. He's he's androgynous. I mean, when you yeah. look at his face, he that's a m- good goddamn point. Yeah, he's not necess- He's almost like an angel. I mean, they and even that's a in, good right. Point. Like even in the Bible, they describe angels as androgynous. And Link, whenever you just see his face, it's not it's not one hundred percent masculine. It really isn't, especially in Skyward Sword. He's got those big old big old. Fucking lips. <laughs> no, you no didn't beard. forget that. No beard. Beard. Blonde hair. Yeah, he looks like an elf. Flowy, yeah. yeah. I mean, basically. And there was a lot of debate whenever um, Breath of the Wild came out where a lot yes. of fans were extremely upset because they said, all right, Nintendo, cut the shit. We want Link to be uh, a woman. We want him to be decidedly female. And, you know, for me, I was kind of like, because uh, Nintendo was kind of like, yeah, you know, we wouldn't not do it, but we think we're just going to, you know, keep a male. But I like what you said, because I found myself uh, participating in, you know, some online discussion about this. And I didn't want to get too much into it because, you know, the people get really invested in that type of stuff. And I don't want to like, you and know, you already have lots of Zelda to play. So. <laughs> right. And I, I was busy. Play- I, I would rather just play the game than right. wonder about Yell Link's gender so much. Right. <laughs> but no, I really pick, I really like what you said. The fact that like Link is fairly androgynous. I don't really think that I always, I never really thought of Link as, oh, well he is definitely like, he is a male. Like he is a man he couldn't do what he's doing. If he was a woman, you know, I, you almost just see him, like you said, as like an angel, as like a deity, as like this otherworldly uh, something so being. Much more important than than biological sex, right? It's so important for 2017, right? Yeah. Like, I was just talking about this the other day. Like, I'm not really looking at people as men and women anymore. Like, below the surface, it's like, what's the fucking difference? Like, yes, a large sample of women are going to have some similarities. But I don't know. I just I don't know. I think you should judge people based on their I don't know value, their actions and like beliefs and stuff. Right. What they say. It's just not important that he's a man. You're so right. It's just important that he's right. this like hero. But you know who it is important for gender wise? <clears throat> Ganondorf. He has to be male. Right. Always. That's true. Because that's his that's his defining that's why the Gerudos like he yeah. became an outcast is because he was the first male and every time they have a male it's because he's evil. Yeah, the manifestation of Isn't evil, yeah, in the Gerudo tribe is whoever that right. once every couple hundred years or whatever a man is born who is sort of like predestined to be evil, mm-hmm. like the the single man in in the all women society. How do they have babies? 
Uh, well, actually, Breath of the Wild kind of touches on this. So, like in Breath of the Wild, they they, they have like Vi and Vo. That's right. Yeah, so they have they have terms for women and men. I think Vi or men. Uh, but there's actually a, a really, it's kind of a funny those side. Those are ones that are outside of it. Right. So yeah. there's there's like a funny side quest where there's this one particular Gerudo woman who really wants to get married. <laughs> do you guys remember this? I do. She's, she's I like, the yeah. such robbering little women. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, they I were cool. Them. I love I love them. Too. They're my, they're and they're badass. There's oh, a, yeah. Do you remember the class that you walk into? And yeah. it's like how you... They had a whole school devoted to... Okay, because yes. they don't they don't ever deal with men because no. the men are legally not even allowed into their town. Right? So they have like... They're, they have a classroom in their town. This is in the game. This is how... They, they thought of everything. There's a classroom where all the women have to go and say, all right, we need to teach you guys about men and how to attract them and how to... You know, if you do want to get a husband, how you're going to go out and find one. What? Yeah, and there's this one there's this one woman who is like really bad at it, but she really more than all of them wants to get a husband and she's asking Link, like, could you go find me potential suitors? Like some really stand up guys that I can yeah. <laughs> go marry. Yeah. It's awesome. And and yeah. all the kids they have are girls, unless yeah. it's Ganondorf. Yeah, and then you got yeah, trouble. How do they have kids? Because they go out they and go they go out they, Yeah, they go out of the get pregnant, community. come back and then it's usually a girl mm-hmm. and then when it's a guy, well they just kill him. I guess we well, because well, it's never a guy unless it's Ganondorf. Yeah, and he, and, he, and I think day old Ganondorf, you could just well, blast him with a fucking shovel. Well, they live in the <laughs> desert, so they would have oh a shovel my for God. the. Or they're cool like curved swords. Yeah, giant yeah. mega scimitars. Why are we <laughs> talking about killing? Babies though. with shovels, I, with shovels and swords. Well, because um, if you use a shovel, you can just dig the grave. Right there's there. a lot of sand there. there. there there's sand. sand, so we're being dark. We're getting too twilight. So dark we're, right getting right. we're getting too twilight. Princess. Yeah. Did y'all get the the helm, the, the side quest afterward with um the Gertie princess? Because like you you like rescue you you beat the divine beast and they're like pumped and then she's got the helm like chilling on her little table next to her. Oh and if right. If you do something extra, you get that. You have oh. to get, you have to do all the quests like within the village. You have to make yeah. You have to village, like, make the whole village happy. Mm-hmm. Did you I don't remember if I, I did or not. I, don't think I wonder I what happens did. when you have the helm. I want to know. I, I'm sure it's like thunder resistant. Yeah, I think it's thunder resistant. I, well, you have the rubber outfit. <laughs> yeah, but it's still <laughs> like Link's got the rubber gloves. <laughs> Yes. How let's talk outfits. How about well first of all, climbing in the real world is, is a passion of mine. Um so I spent so much time just wrecking up mountains. Yeah. And jumping. Fun. And how about how many times did you just miscalculate your stamina and get like about oh, this far away from the edge and you have to fall all the way down? At least you have the don't you don't you love when you're like climbing and then you're able to find like the tiniest outcropping of rock to sort of like get mm-hmm. your bearings back and you're just kind of like <laughs> puffing and puffing like oh, oh man god. or when it started raining like halfway oh, through. oh god. don't even okay. give me one the, <laughs> so that at, was at first I, I hated it right yeah same with the weapons breaking I just hate it I was like right. god damn it <laughs> but then you're like. That's so much better. That yeah. just makes yeah. you a better person and like makes you work harder and appreciate things more. Yeah. And it was like God, but the fact that whenever it rains you have, you just can't climb things. What what attention to detail, like mm-hmm. Um, here's why I learned to love it though so like when it was raining you can't climb on the the surfaces right and you can climb on every surface right (laughs) which well I want to get to that in a second because you're talking about outfits but uh 
I ended up at first I hated it because I was like, well, this is bullshit because I was trying to get to the top of that mountain, but now I can't. But the reason why I ended up loving it is because what ended up happening was I would be like, I was trying to get to the top of that mountain. What the fuck? And I couldn't. And I was like looking at the forecast, you know, and I'm like, fuck, it's going to rain for the next like 13 hours. Wait, a yeah, there's a forecast. It's in the corner, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the yeah. corner. It'll, it'll show like the timeline of like it's going to rain for this long. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh um, awesome. And I'd look at the forecast and be like, fuck, it's going to rain for like the next 13 hours. Yeah. So then I'd be forced to go do something fucking else. And I would. And mm-hmm. I'd end up finding some other thing to do. You have to mark it on your map. Yeah. So, you know, it ended up working out. And then so many. But getting back to like the fashion thing, I got the climbers bandana pretty early on in the game. And so I, I never cool. took it off. I was so stoked. I was like, dude, Link's got a bandana. Dude. All right. Yeah. Okay. I kept it through the whole game. I was going to ask you, what's your kind of default swag? Like, because you have a lot of options. It's not like, well, let me ask you this. When when you just had three tunics and you're running around Ocarina of Time, what are you going with? I always did what was ever closest to him on the the front of the, like, whenever the trailer came out and they showed him with, like, the blue and that's what I always went for. Unless I had to change, like, if I was sneaking up on somebody. Not if you, well, I'm talking Ocarina of Time. I mean, like. Oh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, like. You get red, green, or blue. Green. You're always going green? I was always green. I'm rarely green. Really? I default to the Zora tunic in every pretty much situation. I kind of yeah. like that. And I'll do some red. I'll sprinkle some red in everywhere. Okay, now for Breath of the Wild, you would default towards the blue uh, hero's tunic. Mm-hmm. Just, I guess, the Hyrule pants. Yeah, and I would upgrade the shit out of it. So oh, yeah. Tough, yeah, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, would you do hood? I went hood a lot. I did the like the the cape, yeah. Like it's kind of Assassin Creed looking mm-hmm. black hood, yeah. Because that's what Bad. he has like on this when he's on the horse on the amiibo. Right. Like that's what he's doing. Okay, what the fuck is amiibo by the way? Oh, you don't know what amiibo? No, is? I kept seeing amiibo rune or whatever. What oh is man, it? it's fucking awesome. That's how you get a pona in the game. Okay, well I haven't gotten a pona. Yeah, so I have no idea what so like the amiibos originated like when the Wii U came out. And it was basically how you saved your character's data for, like, Super Smash Bros. Um, the new Mario games, you would save them. It was basically like a memory card that looks like a character. So, if I always played a Sheik, I would get a Sheik amiibo, and I would save my character stats from Super Smash Bros. onto that amiibo. And then I would go to my friend's house and use it, and then I didn't have to play as, like, the base level Sheik. I could play as my Sheik. Wait, but for Super Smash Bros., it just depends on if you've unlocked that character and then they have all the same capabilities, right? Well, Not in the newer one, there's... Oh, so I, I... Okay, all right, so I haven't played the new one. Okay. I haven't played the new Smash yet. Oh, what are you what doing? <laughs> Wait, y'all, do y'all um, brawl? Yeah. All right, we'll pl- I brawl set up on that TV and we're fucking playing around. Right? The last and time I, I was like, here, I feel like... You can be Ganondorf, you can be Zelda. We have to do that. Zelda Sheik. She's way better than Zelda. Zelda sucks. Anyway, okay, so it's yeah. it's in the newer media. Mm-hmm. You can save personal character stats and transfer those in between games. That was for the Wii U. So now for the Switch, what you use them for is to unlock certain things that you could only have with an amiibo. For example, Epona in Breath of the Wild. That is the only way you can get her. Is if you have, have another link. game. No, mm-hmm. so like... It's just the amiibo. So like see so you like you see the switch so like I can't remember which one it is but one of these joysticks is actually a uh, is like sensor. a reader it's like a sensor and you take the little figurine and you hold it 
on top of it, and the game knows that it's there, and then it oh, drops so items. It's a physical person. I don't want to call it a toy, but it's like a little figurine, like yeah. a memory card that looks Basically. like a figurine. Yeah, oh. it does. All, it can do all they sorts got of stuff. Yoshi ones. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And so oh, what? Pe- what the cool people fun. are doing now? What the smart people are doing? And I just realized <laughs> that this was a thing because my roommate told me about it. So those motherfuckers are like sixty dollars now yeah. because they're hard to find, and that's a whole game. That's a whole game's worth of money. So what really smart people are doing is they buy the chips that are in the sensors, which are like fifty cents, and then you can transfer data that that amiibo. So there's a certain phone that you can have. iPhones don't do it, but I think like uh, Androids have an app where you can transfer data from online into this chip oh. and that chip does the same thing that an amiibo does. And then you just put your phone wow. next to the joystick. And then yeah, some people get creative and they like like make cards that you put in and then you just put that on top of your switch and then you literally have every amiibo there is. Holy shit. I didn't I didn't know I I knew about what amiibos were and what they did, but I didn't realize that the game ran so deep. Yeah. Like I've I've heard people out in those Nintendo streets talking about amiibos, but this kind of Shows me that it goes a lot deeper than just, you know, essentially being toys, you know, the little figurines. Oh, absolutely. Now they're basically changing the game for people because that's how you get certain um, clothing items in Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Um, In Twilight Princess, they did another thing. It was for the Wii U. It was still when it was... was Yeah, I never got a Wii U. I went Wii to Switch. So I had the Wii U, and so that's when... It just seemed like a waste. It was. It was a huge waste (laughs) of money and time, and I'm still pissed about it. But what the Amiibos did for, like, Twilight Princess... Oh, before I forget, you can have the wolf in Breath of the Wild if you have the wolf Amiibo. Yeah, as a helper. That's the only way you can get it. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And he runs around with you, and he, like, chases the animals and kills them, and it's amazing. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Right. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I guess let's take a let's take a break from Breath of the Wild and, mm-hmm. ta- and let's talk about any of the other ones like Twilight Princess. Well, Princess. What's your top five favorite? Yeah, we knew it was coming. Let's do top fives, Fuck. or just tops. Let's do top three. Top three? Oh, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I might just want to do top. I just want to do. I want to be on top. No, I can do top three. I guess. And I've had this conversation with myself so many times. Right. Between t- between number one is in between two. Obviously, Ocarina of Time. Right. Is the easily to say the greatest game ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. It's up there. Any console. Yeah. Ever. But Twilight Princess, god damn it, did I love. Because it was challenging. It was so beautiful with the graphics. The storyline was long. It was so... I mean, come on. There's a there's a place in the clouds where you have to shoot from a cannon to go get, mm-hmm. and then the, it, it oh, it was like so. It was so for me. I don't know. I resonated with Twilight Princess so much, even though I didn't really love that you had to be the goddamn wolf for some of the time. Really, even enough of that was to, was enough to me. Just be like, I don't care because that that game and and slashing with the wrist mm-hmm. for the controller to actually do the swords. So cool aiming with the, the bow and arrow with yeah. that. 
I mean, dude, I was I guess I was a senior in high school, and that was the first time I ever skipped school. Like, I ever <laughs> pretended to be sick. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no way she's listening to me. But yeah, I she's tuning in for the day. Zelda no, podcast. I was not sick that day, Mom. I, was, I had just gotten Twilight Princess, and I was huddled up in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it. I, I did the same thing. I was a junior in high school. When yeah. when it came out, and the reason why I love Twilight Princess, okay, I was a sophomore. You were junior. It's something like that. Yeah, like uh, it's not my favorite game, but one of the reasons why I love it is because it's like by far the most emo Zelda there is. Yeah, right. It's like such Very an emo dark. Zelda, and uh, you know I loved emo stuff in high school, not to the extreme, but you know. Yeah, you're like- Closet emo, you like the songs you listen to and stuff. Oh, I don't. I never knew that there was a closet. I'm pretty upfront and public about it. <laughs> well, you just don't I remember, look like one. Yeah. Do, do you remember? Well, I, yeah, I don't look like one at all. You wouldn't know with the baseball shirt and cap. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. A great picture. Link oh had some stuff to think god. about for a while. I love his fucking headphones over the hoodie. Triforce headphones. Oh my god, I love it. There's a picture of Link wearing a, a fucking wind zipped hoodie with triforce triforce beats by Dre and like. <laughs> Long hair. He's like looking back at the camera. <laughs> it just says Link. All right. I love it. He's um, all like sexy. Yeah, he's <laughs> feeling himself. He's pouting at the camera. Yeah. God, I gotta go save Zelda again. <laughs> 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 he should be annoyed. I mean, it happens every couple hundred years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going back, I guess. I guess fucking Twilight Princess is my number one. Is your number one? Because. You know what? Something like Skyward Sword, one of my complaints, was it was so easy. Mm-hmm. But Twilight Princess was hard. Like, I would be stumped. That's what I want. I want to be stumped because yeah. so much of this game is solving puzzles, which is, like, the most fun thing ever. Like, there is an answer. There is a right way to do it. Multiplied by beautiful art plus, like, f- fun fighting. The stuff. water temple. And what, Twilight? No, oh, no. in Ocarina of Time. time. That's oh, the don't even get me started. <laughs> that's the hardest. <laughs> and that's a cliche at this point, but it really it is. is. But the... it deserves to be, man. Mm-hmm. But I didn't fucking look it up. I don't look no. up the goddamn answer. The water Temple? I don't know. That's close. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Dude, It'll get you pretty close. Water Temple, super challenging. So hard. Took me weeks. But this, <laughs> my favorite was Spirit Temple. How cool is the oh, goddamn so Spirit Temple's the best. The music from the Spirit Shadow, Temple. The Shadow Temple, I, I was at a standstill because I was so fucking afraid right? of some of that. When you have to you when walk I... in, you take a left, and you have to go into the painting. Right. All right. It's all the zombie paintings. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, we get to live the truth. Fuck like, oh. that. Dude, dude, the fucking mummies that slow time. And if they oh, hop the on your fucking oh. face and they start sucking on you. Okay. The first. That's the original <laughs> fear for people. <laughs> The first time I was in the goddamn forest temple, and I'm walking through the the hallway, oh, and, and it twists, twists and, and I get to that other room. It's like, well, I gotta jump onto this one cube and jump onto the next one. Oh, and there's a little shadow going on. Oh there. no, yeah. whatever. Like that's cool. I literally have chills right now. Yeah. When the fucking goes <laughs> 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 from the ceiling, Link starts screaming bloody murder. Right. They animated. Yeah. <laughs> and it drags you up and it's and it fades awful. to black and you and you go I I think I ran out of the room. I was yes. so fucking scared. I wouldn't go I That's not even the scary that's probably my second scariest, but the one I always think of when I think of like scary Zelda things is yeah. that monster. Nobody can see this, but you guys can. 
He has his head straight up, and the hands come up, and they grab. Oh, the white thing. Yes, with the skinny ass neck. Ocarina of Time. Which temple? It's it's the. It's in the shadow temple. The shadow temple. And he like comes down. He his. It's, oh yeah. my it's, god! Oh, it's, it's awful. That's what I, I was gonna refer to it when oh. uh, when you guys were look done. <laughs> oh, you got you got to look this one yes. up. It's fucking. Uh, what is it called? It's called. What is uh, he called? His head is always straight up, up, and then when he because like the hands come up and they grab you he's and they like hold the you. No, no, he's there's just like a like bunch a, of them. He's like he's kind of like those things that grab you and like suck the life out of you, but he's not as he like. Oh, it's awful. Those are awful. The Here he is, are... this guy. Oh, this creepy motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> this dude, and his hands come <laughs> No, that motherfucker, dude, he's the worst. What the? And, and like the way head. he moves, he's like. Yes, and then when he gets to you, his head lowers. Oh, oh man. It's so slow. It's so slow. Oh, yeah. Dude. The first time you go down to the bottom oh, of the, the well in an uh, oh. Kakariko town, oh. and and they make you go as a they make you go as a kid yeah, too, because yeah. like at least adult Don't bring link. Me back there, Josh. Don't bring me back there. <laughs> oh, it's back. Yeah, don't forget that we played these games when we were essentially children. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah, I'm so. Scared as fuck. And we still, it's. I don't think it's something that I'll ever really forget. Now, I've kept up with Zelda, but you know, fuck, <laughs> dude. How about? In Majora's Mask, the prelude when you get transformed into a Deku oh, sprout. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dude, that it's shit. It's awful. I, you can see the terror. You can see the and terror veins, on Link's face. Like that oh, go basically over he's like the screaming and like grabbing his face and <laughs> getting morphed into like this monster. God, fuck that. Dude. <laughs> and so many people died in Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah, constantly. All of the people that you embody are dead. Yeah. Dumb. All of them. Ugh. Anyway, so what was your top three? I, I guess gun to my face. <laughs> I can't. I can't decide between Twilight Princess and, and Ocarina of Time. It's hard. I have to say Ocarina of Time just because it's Nostalgia. the best game that's ever been made. But 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 because of how much more complex and, and in depth Twilight Princess is, I also have to say Twilight Princess. I, I can only pick one. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. One of those. And then number three, it's not Breath of the Wild just because really? they got me, because of cause how quickly they got me. I, I'm a sucker for the Super Nintendo one. The 2D when you're running around. Yep. I don't mm-hmm. love those. Wait, like A Link to the Past? Yeah. I really like that one. Yeah, me too. Um, my chores mask was great once you figured out how to slow time down to where you get twice right. as much. <laughs> because you're so right. When, when it, it took me so long to realize like that you can finally... I don't remember to sing that song, whatever. Yeah, get some code to where you there's can. There's a little you, bar you go into, and in the, in the little scarecrows. Yeah, like, just sing oh. this song, and then. <laughs> no, yeah, you go into like a well or something. You go like underground. Yeah, to get to the observatory, you got to go through the. Yeah. Uh, you got to go to the well. That, that and the scarecrow lives in the. Uh, fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. it's and the weirdest one by far. When you go up into that magical moon, right? And there's the oh. tree. Yeah. And there's the fucking the skull kid mask. Right, kind of you gotta give them all their your masks and oh man, that was hard. Beating Skull Kid was hard. Yeah, because you had to have all the giants to hold it up, um, and getting them was fucking difficult. Yeah, the giants, I forgot. Yeah, there's all, oh God, there's such a recurring theme is like that some j- huge being right. from each realm comes in and yeah. like hooks Stops it up it. into the epicenter, and then you like gotta go into 
fucking be a beast. <laughs> uh, I love the fourth temple, by the way, of Majora's Mask. Oh, that the, one's uh, fucking the tough. Canyon kind yeah, of the Akana Canyon. Cool, man. Oh, so yeah. vast and, and with the ghosts and shit. Yeah, yeah, and you gotta flip it upside down at some point. Oh yeah. man. I uh, I do like that one, but I've got like a love hate with it because like it's so fucking tricky. It yeah. is so oh, tricky, and man. It's timed. So yeah. if you ran out of time. You'd have to do it all over again. I was playing. You started as a Deku kid every single time, don't you? No. no. You you can like it's once you get the mask. Yeah, once you once you uh, you can take it off. You have, but you like, still go back to that form. Yeah, once you once yeah. you go past the yeah once you go past the original cycle, uh, you always start off as the the kid, the Link, you know. Uh-huh. But you have the mask that you can transform after that. I, there was a uh, recently, I think it was either this past summer or the summer before that, I was playing uh, Majora's Mask on the 3DS, the yeah. like 3D remake of it. And I fucking, uh, I was doing the Water Temple, the third temple. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that I can remember. I don't remember as a kid ever like running out of time, but I fucking ran out of time. And I was at the end of the Water Temple, and I was like, all I had to do was fight the fucking last boss. And I ran out of fucking time, and I had to do the entire fucking dungeon oh, again. It's rough. I stopped playing. I stopped playing. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself. I was like, I can't fucking do this no, again. No, it's no, rough. Funny, man. Yeah. But it looked, those remakes. What happened? I'm sorry. No, that was, it, those remakes were so good when they did it for the 3DS. It's oh, basically yeah. just doper graphics on the new oh, yeah. system. Yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What happens when you run out of time in the Doors match? Doesn't like, there's like a little video clip where like the world fucking dies or something. I think so. Yeah. I, I was fortunate enough. I always like, I, I, was I can't go through that, man. Yeah, exactly. I, I would feel like <laughs> if I had once. five minutes, I was like, no, fuck that. I gotta, right. I gotta do it. But like you I, saw it once. You have to go to it once, right? Did I? Yeah, I don't remember going well, it, through it. It's 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 kind of terrible. So essentially, what happens is that they make good on the promise. So like, uh, time runs out. Because, you know, like when you get oh, to the, the, moon, the moon when you get to the last six hours before, you know, it's like the cataclysm time or whatever, you know, like shit starts shaking and there's yes. dust falling off the That's walls right. and all the village people are like looking up like, what the fuck is about to happen? Well, maybe we shouldn't have this big party. Yeah. And then uh, when it finally counts down, it just immediately cuts to a cutscene of the moon just fucking crashing into the world. And it just like. This like a nuclear bomb, just a huge force just gets pushed out. And the last thing you see is Link just standing, watching oh, yeah, the fucking thing go. coming. And he oh, just gets disintegrated in the fucking destruction I of the earth. I didn't ever see that because that would have fucked me. Yeah, up. he just gets, they just show you child Link just get blown the fuck away oh, by the impact shit. of the moon. Yeah. And then it just says, well, game over. Sorry, dude. Sorry. <laughs> you ran out of time. You should have played the song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh-huh. That's so so for my tops. Um I honestly think that my favorite Zelda game is uh, Breath of the Wild. But just because cuz the the experience that I had with that game was so transcendent. Like mm-hmm. it was the only experience that I've had with the Zelda game that that even comes close to it was my original playing of Ocarina of Time, which is my first not only my first video game, not my first video, the first video game I remember that was mine and that I played. Yeah. Um, and so Breath of the Wild was the, only, the, the, the first game since then that really, and not only did it do that, but it gave me an experience I've never fucking had in a video game ever. Like that first night that I got it, like the night that it came out March 1st last year, no, this year, I literally played it for two days straight. 
like only taking small breaks to sleep and it was just fucking fantastic and i still love it to this day but i don't i hesitate to call it like my actual favorite because i want to give more i've spent my whole life with the rest of the games and i want to give it a little bit more time before i'm just like okay definitive definitively this is my favorite the new one is always gonna be the best movie. yeah so i'm being fair but it, it probably will end up still being not only my favorite video game of all time but also just by default the best zelda game mm-hmm. um but i would always have said that my favorite zelda game has got to be you know majora's mask really? i fucking love majora's mask really so really unique. good yeah it's, it's doesn't make sense to say something's more unique or anything like that but but that's the thing. That's what makes it so great is that in an already unique series, it stands it out as even does. more unique. It was, I thought it was by like a different company or something. That was so not what I was used because to. Because it was so dark. So yeah. dark. So you can't just have a game where you just put on a bunch of different masks and that's what gives you yeah. like different little mini clues to like solve puzzles. Like That was such a weird one, man. It was. And then I, I'd say, like, besides just Majora's Mask, and we've already sang a lot of its praises. I mean, I just fucking love that game. But beside, but behind that, I'd say... And you know what the worst part is? Is that I thought about this the entire, <laughs> right? the entire day. Because I was like, the question's going to come. It's, it's coming. It and it's, like, it's not that I've never tried to answer it before, you know. But it, gun to my head, if I had to say... Probably Ocarina of Time, and then behind that, I'm going to take a little bit of a fucking... Maybe I'm going out of there a little bit, but I love fucking Link's Awakening for the Game Boy. Huh. It's fucking fantastic. It's magnificent. I'm sure I've played it. I just can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah, it was my... It was the second Zelda game that I played, so it's like after... So I got Ocarina of Time actually by surprise. Uh, I was eight years old i believe it was like eight or nine or something and i show up to christmas and my uh my godmother was my aunt and i learned this i actually learned this much later on but apparently she had always had to call my mom and say like you know justin really say as much as his brothers do like what is he into like what does he like and my mom was like oh you know he likes like dragons and shit like that so and also video games (laughs) And so, <laughs> yeah, he likes like fantasy shit. Right. And so uh, my aunt goes to like I guess Toys R Us at the time and asks the the guy, you know, the guy who's working at the video game part. And it's like, yeah, so I got you know my my nephew is like nine years old and I guess he's into like dragons and fucking nerd stuff. So uh, what's a video game that I could get him? And he's like, oh, get this one, Zelda, Ocarina of Time, which was like, I guess, relatively new. So at Christmas, I showed up and I get it. I remember immediately seeing the box and thinking to myself, I, I remember distinctly just being like, whoa, what the fuck is this? You know, like, what is this thing? It looks so cool. Like the the gold box with right. like the sword and the shield. And I was like, I like swords and I like shields pretty good too. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot. And then, you know, the rest was just fucking history. Like yeah. I was just like blown away by it. And I was pretty much obsessed from the get go, uh-huh. you know, but it was a total accident. It was a total surprise. I wonder sometimes yeah. like. If I hadn't, uh, if I hadn't have happened to have gotten that game, if my aunt hadn't have happened, just been like, "What the fuck does my nephew like?" <laughs> wow. I don't know. So, and that's what, like, um, I think it was Ocarina of Time was like every N sixty four cartridge was that um, gray, but Ocarina of Time was this gold, gold. with the uh, holographic or what is it called when it like changes when you look. 
I've always just called it holographic. Yeah, that's what I've always heard. Yeah. That was Majora's Mask. That, that right, was the holographic one. It's like they knew. Well, with the Legend of for the Ocarina of Time, it was just gold, and it's like they knew. They were like, "This is gonna be oh yeah big." Wait, Ocarina of Time was was wait you're right was it was gray. gray it was gray no yeah, yeah the, the, box the color was gold, no the box was like no, it's no, like no, the it's name not tag or whatever was gold but I was, yeah. I was talking the the physical cartridge of Majora's Mask Majora's was gold Mask, yeah it was yeah. gold with the it's holographic right. where right. Link would go like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the little sword, yeah. And then you had to have that weird little chip for the N64. Yeah, the expansion that was pack. The only way you could play it. Yeah. There was like two games. It was that and Donkey Kong 64. Oh, God. <laughs> Great game. Donkey Kong, yeah, that's Great a good game. one, too. It was like Mario 64, but you could be a bunch of different fun monkeys. Lanky Kong? <laughs> Dude, Dixie Kong. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about Lanky Kong is that they... I'm a huge Donkey Kong fan too, and they can explain the entire like family history of the Kongs. But when you get to Lanky Kong, the literal description given from Nintendo is, "Yeah, you know, uh, the Kongs—they're really not sure where Lanky came from. He just kind of—he <laughs> just kind of showed up one day. He's not related to them. He just—he's kind of there. He was that handstand walk, right? <laughs> yeah, he was That's the weird right. one. Dixie really Kong was my girl. Oh, I love Dixie. Fly with the hair. Blonde, yeah. 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 So cool. That's um, awesome, dude. I just—I'm. I'm sure you can watch this online. I just want to watch the intro to Majora's Mask, where it's like, here's Young Link after you've just played uh, Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. and you're like thirsty for more, and this comes out, and you're like, oh my god, and you turn it on, and it's just Young Link on Epona or Epona, excuse me, in in these like <laughs> mystical, <laughs> sketchy woods, and you see the Skull Kid. Yeah, it was frightening. It and is, then, and then he curses you. And you're like running through blackness <laughs> and screaming, and then you end up in this like underground like water thing. And there's that weird laugh he does, like the <laughs> yeah. And, and then he like, oh, he starts God. he starts floating, and then you're like, wait a minute, this fucking like, thing is throwing the uh, ocarina in the air and catching it. And he's like, oh fuck you, and you're like, no fuck you. Dude, and then he does the thing where he's like. Rah! And then starts yeah. shaking, and then the the dark energy starts coming out. And Link's like, "Dude, what the fuck have I done? I just wanted to find my fairy friend." Oh God! <laughs> he was looking for Navi, right? Yeah, he went off looking for Navi. Navi. Yeah. It was a buddy. You asked, you asked which the my least favorite ones. Favorite, Midna's like a spicy little pepper lover, <laughs> but Navi. Even though Navi was never, all she would say is. It was like, listen! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do, you do a really good one of it. Oh, thank you. you. Know it's just because my voice is so high. Hey, listen! <laughs> it's like spot on. And she was just a little blip oh, of light. She's gorgeous. But she just had so much wisdom for you. I loved her. She knew how to beat every bad guy. Everybody was always like, God, she's so fucking annoying. I'm I like, never had a problem with it. Oh, yeah. I would just run, and you could, like, I think you could press A, and she would come out. Yeah. And press it again, and she would go back. I'm just, yeah, I would love No, yeah. let's, let's talk about the real fucking annoying sound in, in Zelda. And this is something that I've always hated. My brother used to fuck with me constantly about this. He'd be like, dude, stop playing that fucking game because I can't take hearing it anymore when you have low hearts just constant and it's the loudest fucking sound effect oh, it goes worst. it goes over all of the other sound effects it'd be one thing if they kind of like muffled it into the mix where it's like yeah. okay don't forget you're kind of running low right. but it's just like wah, 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 wah. They God, took that I out in Breath it. of the Wild, didn't they? Uh, I think so. I don't remember it I being in there. It took them 20, 30 years, however mm, long it was. Right. It's not as repetitive and like, Jesus Christ, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm already stressed and I'm Yeah, to on die. top of the fact that yeah. you're like, yeah, I get it. I'm fucking up right now. I'm trying my best, okay? Hey, you're oh. the guy doing the best he can. <laughs> 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 
Um, did you say your top three? I didn't. Um, my number one is Breath of the Wild. And Thank it's you. because, it, right, it, it came at a time. People are afraid to say it right it now. It is, but you know. You were afraid to say <laughs> it. <laughs> including me. Including God, me. these fucking people, they're so ashamed to say it. I don't like to be different from the other people. <laughs> I need people to ver- uh, back me right. up. Right. I mean, I knew <laughs> almost immediately as soon as I, as I started playing it and seeing the open world capabilities had been perfected and it the voice acting really it really filled in everything that i needed from a zelda game and it came at a point in my life where it was similar to when i was younger and i played ocarina of time where i didn't really know who i was i mean you go through those periods in your life you're like i don't really know who i am right now and then you play Next zelda stage with the fuck am i doing like, right exactly yeah. and so that came for me when ocarina of time which is my second favorite now and i you know like there's never been a new zelda game like when i played skyward sword that wasn't my new favorite i yeah, was like oh this either. is my top five it maybe. was a little I liked it. Yeah, it I enjoyed disappointing, it. But but it wasn't that mind blowing. No, I guess. and the and the controls weren't perfected. It was they need to remake it for sure. That needs to be their next remake. One thing I will say is when just the fact that you live on an island in the sky. Yeah, and, that was awesome. And to do stuff, you right. just have to sprint and swan dive into oh, the clouds. That was then so you get amazing. scooped up by a dope ass bird. <laughs> <laughs> the sky oh that God. was pretty cool. Is that what they were called? Skylops? Uh that was the name of the, the town. The they were called Sky Wings? I don't know. That Sky sounds, Wings. That's is that it? That's what it was. That sounded yeah. too on the nose. And he got but the red one because the red one was special. The red one was special. Red one, yeah. mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, I, it had a special place because it was it was beautiful. I mean, it was gorgeous. But so cool. it wasn't my new favorite. But when mm-hmm. this came out, I was like, this is my number one. Yeah. Now Ocarina is my number two. And Wind Waker is my number three. Ooh, thank you. Finally, somebody People brings it up. hated it. Dude, yeah. Y'all are going to be so mad at me. Oh, Uh-oh, here it comes. Never played it. What? <laughs> it's one thing if you didn't dig it, but right. to have never played it. I was serious? so turned off by the graphics. That yeah, but, sense, but, but it's not that's even just a me thing. Taking something, judging a book by its goddamn cover, God. and not playing it. Was it incredible? Of course. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It looks so cartoony. And it gets it gets better with age too. Yeah. I should play it. Yeah, you should. Can you can you do a sort of um there's an E word where you can you download some program and you can just play any game. Oh, you're talking about an emulator. Emulator, yeah. Can mm-hmm. I emulate from the Switch for No from the Wii? No, because the, the pretty much right around GameCube is pretty much where like computers start struggling. Unless even if you have like a super high end computer, it's gonna really struggle to yeah. run. Yeah, gonna be the same. Yeah, it yeah. seems like a weird conceit because you'd think like, well, wait, you're telling me that my fucking powerful ass computer is not as powerful as a GameCube <laughs> right. from 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know all the science behind it, but no, I mean like it's even. You know, even high-end computers struggle to emulate in 64. That's, like, kind of about as far as you can reasonably go with emulators at this point. That is weird. Yeah, you're pretty much your only option is to... But you but you have a Wii. I see it sitting over right... All you got to do is... Um, I sh- if you would have told me that you'd never played it, I would have brought over my copy of it and insisted. There's a, Wii, there's a Wii disc for it? Well, no, but it's a GameCube game, so you can play it on your Wii. Oh, okay. I would have brought my Wii U and let you play the HD remastered version of it because it's gorgeous. Yeah, and if, given the option, you should definitely play the HD because they fix a lot of the, the what 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 few flaws that Wind Waker had. Mm-hmm. I feel like the HD remaster certainly fixed. I did. guess I'm just terrified to jump back into this addiction again. <laughs> but it's a long one. Y'all would suggest. A Wind Waker excursion for sure. Absolutely, it's good because it's my number three. That's is, pretty which high. Is not 
which is not a small deal. I, I talk to a lot of nerds online who it's their favorite. There's I there's a lot of love for Wind Waker. Why, why, why did they do that the animation like that? I don't know. I think it was because it wasn't it the first game on the GameCube? Uh, Zelda game? Yeah, it was the first Zelda game on the GameCube. And so I think that was... I mean, it was a step up for them graphics-wise because yeah. when you look at Ocarina of Time, it was like... They were pretty pointy. Like... The original Ocarina of Time, the graphics weren't amazing. For, for the N64, it was amazing. But this was considered a step up from, you know, Ocarina of Time. Even though it was more cartoony. It was, it was more yeah. just mm-hmm. but, pixel But it was 3D. The you know? thing is, though, but, like, the overall art direction of it is pretty much second to, I'd say, none in the Zelda mm-hmm. universe. So once you get over that... that little haunt that's like yeah yeah a lot of cool yeah and the thing is is that i think that wind waker stands as one of the most probably like the second most so i think that the two most important zelda games and breath of the wild is probably going to become the third but like i think the two most important zelda games were ocarina of time and wind waker and that happened in a relatively short period of time but i think the reason why is because ocarina was a huge jump from the 2d zeldas but they proved that the model could work what was before ocarina the, the the Super Nintendo and the Game Boy and the the regular Nintendo. Yeah. That was the yeah. first 3D one. Yeah, that was the first. So it was a huge jump. And we'll talk about Ocarina because you can't not. Wow. But I, I think like the main thing with like Wind Waker is that when it came out, it proved that Nintendo was like, all right, we've been doing because they did Ocarina, they did Majora's Mask, and they did the very serious sort of like high fantasy tale. They were like, let's try something a little bit different and yeah. let's see if we can get away with it. And they totally did. And then you see after that that they're like, oh, cool. Like, we can really play with the fucking formula. Let's make a fucking emo Zelda. Yeah. And then let's make a fucking, you know, Skyward Sword. Like, uh, you know, that there's certainly some risk taken there. And then, of course, Breath of the Wild. So I think that, like, Wind Waker set the stage for, like, hmm. we could take what we've perfected in Zelda and we can sort of, like, do it in a different way. And you're not always going to get the greatest results, but... But if, you should take risks. And if we around. didn't, if we had gotten just the Ocarina of Time remake over and over and over again, I don't think that people right. would be that into Zelda anymore. You're right. You're right. You're so, right. go ahead, switch the style up. If ninjas hate, then watch them hate and let the money pile up. Right. <laughs> totally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know the reference. I'm, I'm I'm imagining Nintendo has that like they put it on the wall like right. fellas, yeah. <laughs> guys. <laughs> we... <laughs> Let's talk Ocarina. Oh man, why is it so? It's the goat. It's it's the maybe there's a theory that it's like we were very formula formulative formulaic formulaic formational formative (laughs) years formative. Thank you. There's the point in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) So like, come on. There's nostalgia rubbed into there. There's Kid Link and Adult Link, which mm-hmm. is such a cool idea, video game, and the fact that when you're at the Spirit Temple, you need to go back. Yeah, and that's just such a, an in-depth concept. But why? Why do you think that was so? Because it's it's gonna be in everybody's top three, even the because people don't like to like have the same no. thing. But it's like shamelessly, shamelessly is Ocarina in my top. Because three. it had everything. I mean, it had surprises with Sheik being Zelda. Ooh, any plot twist? Right, change. everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I, I can't believe. Looking yeah. back on it, I can't believe that it caught me by surprise. Right? I was kind of like, because I remember when I first saw it, I was just like, "Wait, you tell me he, but was she?" <laughs> <laughs> it, was dope. it was amazing. 
crazy. And looking back on it, it's so fucking happy. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh my god, the blonde hair and like just the know. Link just being kind of like, do I know you? Um, you could say that. You could say that I might be the princess you met before. But enough about that. I gotta go do something crazy. So. It's fucking hindsight's twenty twenty, Joshua. The yeah, oh no, you have to tell me twice. See, that's that's why I was underwhelmed by Breath of the Wild because, oh my God, the music. It's so and the fact gorgeous. that it, the music was such an instrumental part of the Ooh. game. Nice. He's you dropping had to play <laughs> the Song of Storms to make it rain. You had to play any of the temple songs to like fly there. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a cool. The the part that blew my mind the most with Ocarina, it was like the first time that like a video game ever made me uh, feel this way was when. I was like, wait, you have to actually play the songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually had to play the notes. And I'm sure you guys did this, too, when you just fuck, you sit around and you fuck around trying to, like, yes. make songs on the oh ocarina, God, right? Because so you can just freestyle. Yeah. yeah. You can save songs. With right? the scarecrow. Yeah. Yes. That was great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th- I think that was, you know, one of the main things is that they, they had this idea of, like, yeah, you have to use, like, music and actually have to play the songs to uh, affect the world. And for me, that was like, that was huge. Yeah. It was beautiful, too. I guess it was so the first of its kind, too. It was such a leap from the past. So I think that was my first Zelda game because my brother had it or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, playing, I was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? And then I went back and did the Super Nintendo ones. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just multifaceted. Boom, you're in a volcano. Boom, you're in a giant whale's belly. Right. Boom. It was the most open world that we had mm. at that time. They really set yep. the bar for open world. Yeah. The original. Yeah, that was what everybody strived to have after that is they were like, what? We yeah. can do this? Yeah, we can travel from one side of the map to the other by foot? Yeah, that, and, and it was and it was good, better good it was better than Super Mario 64 because mm. which Oh my! Yeah, and, no, oh. that, that game, that, that that fucking game goes without saying. But right. the reason why it was better than that is because in Super Mario sixty four, you know, you got to jump through the paintings. Mm-hmm. So the only like cohesive world is like the castle. Mm-hmm. But this it's was like cheating. this was like the same thing, except like you said, you actually had to fucking go to these you places. Had to walk to fucking. Right. That was my biggest worry with Breath of the Wild, honestly, because like in the 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 original videos they released of Breath of the Wild, you pretty much only saw like the grassy fields, Mm -hmm. and I thought like, ooh, I I know what they're gonna do here. It's gonna be a giant world, but it's just all gonna be kind of like the same grassy fields. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. But the the good thing about Breath of the Wild too is just like, and this is the same thing I like about Ocarina is that you've got your mountain world, your fire world you've got your forest world you've got your water world you've got your underwater world you've got your shadow world here's the spooky part you know you've got the desert and the sand world Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about zelda and i was super worried that they weren't going to do it in breath of the wild of course they fucking proved me wrong and and any like nook and cranny was filled with something yeah there was always something somewhere oh yeah there wasn't you had things like shooting stars where you were like isn't that the best it was amazing Mm -hmm. so it was and it was the same thing for Ocarina, where it was just every there was everything everywhere. There was mm-hmm. always something somewhere, and there were some. Po- I mean, the N sixty four was limited, but you would always find like little hidden things, like the little frogs in the waterfall oh, yeah. when you were going up to the Zora Falls, you know. And um, oh, this is now you're flying back so much music, right? All the music, right? Every time I think of music, I, there's always that song. You all have that favorite song. Mine is the na 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 the uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And the first time you learn it, where you're in the, the you're volcano, in the volcano. And yeah, and like the camera, like that's just cinematography, which is such a cool thing. Oh, big cinematography time! Cinematography for for really people like it. in our industry, like that's like huge things. Like people are hiring cinematographers for video games, which is so cool. So they would do the giant wide shots, mm-hmm. and they're like flipping around the map. Yeah, what a beautiful goddamn game, man. right? And that was one of the first few video games to do that to to implement frames cinematic. and zooms. Yeah. And like reveals, and it's like what? Very cinematic. It's subconscious, but it's so effective. Yeah, I think a lot of the reason why I ended up getting into film is based off of. I mean, that was one of my first like video game film experiences, just like you mentioned. And at pretty much from that point forward, I mostly stuck to a lot of Final Fantasy games after that because I just mm-hmm. loved watching the stories unfold. I was gonna bring yeah. out Final Fantasy. Yeah. That's like a whole nother podcast. That's oh, like a. <laughs> The Last of Us is always my, whenever I think of cinematography and I think of The Last of Us, I could cry over The Last of Us. Have you ever played it? Uh-uh. Which number is it? <gasps> the Last of Us? It's its own. It's its, I is never that a Final that. Fantasy? No. no it's, a, huh. it's a, you know, Naughty Dog, they made uh, mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot. They made this game. It was, I think it came out in 2011, and it was this post-apocalyptic-based game with zombies, but the zombies are, like, plant-based. They're like fungal, so they're parasites. Ooh, I didn't know that. You didn't know? Oh. I haven't played it. Didn't, I didn't have a PS3. I'm going to show you a picture. So the zombies are basically like they've been inhabited by these like fungal parasites, and so their whole head is like this fungus, this this mushroom, and they fucking eat people. Mm. And so Naughty Dog made it, and it's made things like Stranger Things. They based some, some shots off of The Last of Us, oh, and wow. the story is that amazing. Makes sense. Oh my God! So cinematography and video games have always gone hand in hand, hand in hand for me because I love the two so much. And we have games like The Last of Us and Breath of the Wild really just breaking down that barrier and ha- forming things like virtual reality that really oh connect God. the two. Like now we can experience video games as a movie, you know. Have you and get, be in it. Have you guys heard about Resident Evil uh, Biohazard, the one that takes that's the new one? It takes place in New Orleans. I played it. Did you do the VR? No, because I didn't want to fucking die. <laughs> people it's have horrible. People have so uh, okay. So like that's a clicker, by the way. It's from The Last of Us. So like uh, PlayStation has like really like set there. Let me see this. <laughs> Faces just is, I'm showing them a clicker from the last oh, of us. Yeah, this is. Uh, and so, like, whenever. You, and it's like an infected one too. Right, like, not your run of the mill. Before little, you continue, like, like secret when you, of mana. <laughs> 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 what does that even mean? Oh God, you I don't even want to know. Yeah, I have. No, I haven't. I thought you were, but I thought you were relating it to the No, what secret of mana, the fungus, the fungal, the little mushrooms. Is also in the conversation of greatest game of all time. Secret of Man is awesome. I haven't played it. Super Nintendo. Lift third vicariously quite a bit. On oh, plus you get three characters and you can multiplayer because so normally you'll have like a robot is playing the girl or the little sprite, mm-hmm. but then you can do the two player RPG. That's awesome. It's unreal. Oh my god, Secret of Mana. You you can get a, the app for your iPhone for like oh. two bucks. It's oh my god, it's great. That's but awesome. we're going on so many tangents. Oh, <laughs> 
You were talking about Biohazard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Resident Evil uh, Biohazard. So like everybody, you know, everybody should know at this point about like virtual, you know, VR headsets, right? You put on the VR headset and like you're there. Like turn your head, right. you know, you actually look around. So uh, PlayStation came out with their own VR headset because they're trying to push, mm-hmm. you know, because that's certainly where the future is going to be. It's not there yet, but it's you getting closer Zelda and closer. Will be VR. I eventually, all, I think, think all so. games will be, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Whoa. I think you could. If you could, if yeah. you could, if you could, you could give me a VR, because they could do this fairly easily, but you could give me a VR headset and Breath of the Wild locked in first person. Could you fucking imagine? <laughs> and like flying? Oh my God. <laughs> Max is just, he's been taken out of it for a second here. Just the thought of it. Holy what people have really been doing, what he's leading up to is that right now a lot of the virtual virtual reality is based in scary games because yeah. it's easy and it's fucking quick, horrifying. Right. Yeah. Because it encourages you to look like, I don't want to look right, but right. I have to. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, like, I mean, you it would have. It like it'd be easy to just lock into the first person and just. Oh, yeah. The rest of the coding. just. You, you know what the like, biggest problem they're having with VR games now is that it's too real so like people like freak out not like they have like a panic attack some people could but it's like too real it's like you actually valley kind of thing like yeah you like you feel like you're there Mm -hmm. and so like people are actually kind of turned off by it because they're like uh this is a little too real for me could i uh can i get out of this fucking mansion right right now (laughs) and then the other thing is that it uh it's like it gives certain people really bad headaches that's right it makes them nauseous right yeah it makes them nauseous it makes them sick to their stomach because your your body your brain thinks that you're there the like it's cliff. being it's being tricked which is wild right? but your body is not so you, so your whole system freaks out and they make you so sick so that you'll take it off it's like uh, you're in pain right now. Take it off. Take it <laughs> yeah. off. Your stomach hurts. Right. And then it forces yeah, it forces you to be like, whoa, dudes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I couldn't do that. It's 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 crazy. It's really crazy. I've never done it. It's I went to Sundance. And both Whoa. years that I went, it was amazing. And both years that I went, they it was like the first year they were like, this is a virtual reality. It's going to break down that barrier between video games and movies, and it's going to be awesome. And so the first year it was really in the early stages, and you could experience it, and it was everything was still in 2D. But the next year I went, and it had completely evolved just within a year, and they had made it where, like, you could have gloves and you could see your hands mm-hmm. nice. with the set on, which would make it possible to do Zelda when you're like playing and you're like, okay, I want to pick up. Can you imagine being in first person and pulling out the master sword? Oh. I would spend so much time just looking at my hands. Yes. Like, now they're in, now they're out. <laughs> I don't know how I would feel about because you wouldn't be Link, you'd be you. Well, I, well, mean, I would be Link, but yeah. I would still, you know. It's I, the I, same thing as just regular, regularly playing. Yeah, like you can. Him, well, yeah, no. Nah, yeah. Then it's just, I just feel like, okay, this is me. Well, that's why they make the two options now. Like, even for Resident Evil Bio, Biohazard, it was you could play virtual reality or you could not. You mm-hmm, could just have right. it just for the PlayStation or the Xbox One. I love one. seeing my guy. Yeah. The, the two, this, what do they, what do they call person. that? Third. Which, yeah, the... Man, I'm, I'm but kind of the right? view. I'm thinking like, yeah. hey, here's what would be cool though. What about this? What if the prize at the end of the tunnel for Breath of the Wild was that you could unlock the virtual reality thing? Whoa. So then it was like, okay, you've oh, done the story, shit. you've gone through it. Now, now you, now, now you could actually like, down. yeah, because. <gasps> 
Could you imagine if they nailed like the depth perception and you actually it actually looked like you know because on the game it it works perfectly perfectly like you like you know when you look in the distance it, the distance draw is like realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was one of my first thoughts playing the game was that if I could do this in like a VR experience, I don't know that I'd ever leave. Right. That's the danger, man. I, I will say I just have so much fun with the the cinematography because you, you can direct your own camera work while you're playing. Mm-hmm. So of course whenever you're oh my god, whenever you're got your Zora outfit on and you're swimming up the oh, waterfall, so you gotta do a slowly rotating camera oh, so hell you yeah. can freaking three sixty. So many times Or when you get you you'll see a mountain, you'll climb to the top of it and I don't think there's a single time because usually, like when you play video games, you're pretty like ADD. Like, all right, what's the next fun thing for me to do? Right. Every time I would climb to a high place, I'd always just be compelled to just stop and just look out and be like, "Whoa!" Appreciate right. the beauty and this really, this really yeah. is a beautiful place. Looking out and seeing the animals and just seeing everything, and the fact that the sun rises and sets, right. and the color spectrum mm-hmm. of the air changes. Looking up and seeing the stars. Ooh, yeah. Like. Why would we go outside? This is so oh, much fuck cooler. Outside. Yeah, fuck that. They're actual bugs and <laughs> rapists and murderers. It's like, no! I have a sword in this game. I could fuck people up and enjoy the world while I do it. Well, theoretically, you could get a sword in real life, too. It's illegal, but I guess you could. As long as you keep it peace tied. <laughs> just don't use it. Where is the fun in that? Yeah. Like um, In Zelda, you could just be like... What, by the way, wasn't it so fucking cool when you can like chop down the trees or like Ooh, blow up trees? Yeah, or, like, yeah, that's amazing. I, I, Let me ask you that. I was just gonna say like when when the game first came out, they had said like one of the first things they said was like, yeah, you can climb any tree. Yeah, you can and, climb any. Thing. Right. Well, when they said you could climb anything, I said, "All right, bullshit." All right. That's a, yeah. I said, places. "All right, bullshit." There's no way. They, there's no way you're gonna be able to climb everything. But then they said, "Climb every tree," and I was like, "All right, now you're really fucking. You're trying to yank my chain. I don't appreciate it. You're telling me I could climb every tree in this game? Fucking impossible." And they're like, "Man, not only can you climb every tree, but you can chop them down." And I was like, "All right." Fucking yeah. See in March, guys. Like, um, but no, you totally can. And it's, you know, that's the thing about Breath of the Wild is that you, they let you do anything that your mind can really. There's so few things that you just can't do in that game. I mean, it's, it's out of the, it's fucking beautiful. It's life changing. It's magnificent. It's unbelievable. Um, God, unfortunately, that sounds like the perfect place to, uh, Bring this to a close. And listen. Oh, no. yeah. I thought about that halfway through, and I was like, but, 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 I, but, I, but, but, but wait, I, I love it. I love it more. We haven't even. It's been two hours. If you Has can it? Believe it? Wow. Holy but, shit. I mean, I don't give a, like, well, one more, th- one more thing. Did you, many more things if you guys want. <laughs> Did you figure out on your own the, the Lost Forest? <laughs> you called me up, man. Dude, this is when me and Josh were like. You, like, were called. Weird. You called him to yeah, get help. Yeah, I was like, how the yeah. fuck do you do this? And he's like, dude, I just did trial and error. And I did. Work. And, and, and I, I had already, okay. mm-hmm. I had already done it. Say what? Do you know there's a way to do it? I'm trying so to pull up the text conversation that we had please, about it. Because it's hilarious. There's like a way. What do you mean? So you, you go into, it's what is it, the Forbidden Forest? or The, the, the Lost Woods. The Lost Woods. 
Oh, which was such a cool part of Ocarina of Time where you oh can hear God. the music and that's right, the reason you, you should go through. It. So there's a method similar to that, which you will never guess, although you'll smack yourself in the face once you realize what it is. So you eventually get to a point where there's like those two torches, right? Right. And then it's like, okay, where the hell do I go? We follow the flame. Is that what it is? The flame, the wind will point yeah. the That's flame. That's right. I think the, I did notice that. The breath of the wild. Oh my god. <laughs> right. That is amazing. Is that Hold up, this is this is hilarious. And there's there's actually more that I'm leaving out because for a while we had a text conversation going about the game, which looking back on it now is it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but um, this was uh, I'm trying to find the date real quick. So this must have been okay. This was in June that this conversation was had relatively in June. Uh, Max said, uh, "Did you get all the shrines and memories and outfits?" And I said, well, I got all the shrines, but not quite all the armor and stuff. And he says, I can't figure out the lost wood shit. <laughs> I spent about the stupidest one and a half hours trying to cheat it. And I just said, oh, dude, you didn't get the lost woods? <laughs> Son of a bitch. And he's like, so yeah, dude, I, this dude smoked uh, Ganon without even using the master sword. And then it was like either like later that day or a couple days later that he uh, Max texts me back and says, I just looked up how to navigate the Lost Woods. How the fuck was I supposed to figure that out? Did you guess that? And I said, I just tried and errored it. What is it? Because I didn't know. And he says, you got to look at the direction the flame burns in the wind. And I just said, breath of the wild. And then, of course, Max sends his trademark monkey face with the eyes. <laughs> I just spent the stupidest hour and a half trying to cheat my way. Run until the fucking the white fog. No, 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 no. Right, and then you're just saying, good now. And then you hear the creepy like. <laughs> oh God, it's so awful. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that supposed to be? I think it's I think it's the Koroks laughing at you. God, they're so yeah. rude. I love them. Though. Yeah, that's the only time. No, but oh, you know what? When you climb this whole mountain and like, oh, this is all I get is there's a goddamn stone on the ground. Oh, pick it up. Oh, it's a Korok. <laughs> and then you drop me. it. Yeah, on and you drop it. <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> Although, another <laughs> hilarious part. How about your boy who dances when he upgrades your... Oh, that like, dude. I love your, him. Oh, hilarious. Like, the first time I saw that, I was like, fuck, Nintendo really did think of everything. Like, what everything the fuck really is this? Did. Like, it's unreal. Um, any other reasons why Ocarina, you think, is is just so such a staple? The humor... Like the fucking King of Azora is just <laughs> meat, <for> fat ass. <laughs> <meat. laughs> it takes Wait. so long, right? And you're just like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> he's a big guy, right? And excuse me, fish. Yeah, excuse yeah. you. And he's probably he. It's it's basically confer- confirmed that all of the divine beasts in Breath of the Wild, the like their descendants, like Ruta, is based off of Ruto. Her name is based off of that. So they're descendants. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Right. So, like, if it wasn't familiar already, like, it's definitely confirmed that it's all this, like, not only reincarnation, but just ancestry that is involved. Yeah. And they do the names. So, like, if it's a huge map, but they'll do, like, Dar- Darunia, or what was his name from Ocarina of Time? Oh. It was Darunia. Yeah. No, it was Darunia. It was Daruk and Breath. And like yeah. Every every noun you've ever heard, every yeah. proper noun, like gets a, like a little round and yep. stuff. It's uh-huh. all there. Yeah, that was very cool. It's so cool. That, that's again, that's one of those things when when it comes to the timeline, like where does this fall? 
Breath of the Wild? Yeah. I've thought about it quite a bit. It's 100 years after. Here's the. Fail at it the actually. Game. Breath of the Wild is extremely problematic when it comes to the timeline. Oh, yeah. no. You, I mean, don't you think? Like, well, I mean, okay, so I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of research into this. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so I've, done, I've done a lot of research into this, and the thing is is that originally I was trying to place, before the game came out, where it could possibly be. And it, uh, Initially I thought, okay, well, it looks like to be a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time because at the, at the first point we only saw the Great Plateau. So you saw the Temple of Time, and it was just like, oh, well, that's the exact Temple of Time for Ocarina, so it has to take place in the timeline. The problem, though, is that because the timeline split, where in one, Hyrule gets flooded, right? And then eventually the waters go down. And then you've got the other timeline that becomes like Twilight Princess. And then you've got another timeline that becomes like the original Zelda. So these are like three different worlds. But the problem is that Breath of the Wild actually has elements from all of those things. Like, for example, like when you're breaking up the stones on anywhere in the world, do you ever notice that you get a lot of salt? And it says, this is salt that's left over from the ancient ocean that used to cover this land. That's Wind Waker. So you're like, fuck. So it must follow Wind Waker. But then the Temple of Time wouldn't necessarily be in the place that it was. And there's a lot of other stuff that, technically speaking, couldn't exist, you know, because all the different timelines are separated. Right. So. The problem is that Breath of the Wild is 100... It's been confirmed from the developers that it's certainly the last game. Like, mm-hmm. Skyward Sword is, without a doubt, the first game. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild is the latest that it's gone. So it takes place after every Zelda game. But it's as far as... such a pressing... Right. Oh, yeah. For y'all, because I don't even, like, really worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time you come out, it'll be, like, a new spin. Right. Like, I don't know. But it's funny how passionate you guys are. Oh, yeah. About, it's it. got to be chronologically. It has to be. <laughs> well, because they, they, yeah, they've done so much work because they didn't, uh-huh. they, they've all but came out and said that, like, well, to be honest with you guys, initially, we didn't really think about it in those terms, but when they did start solidifying the timeline, they started realizing, like, oh, okay, like, this is like its own world because the first couple of games all sort of referred to, you know, the Triforce and everything else. Um, but yeah, like some people stress it a lot, and some people would like hate me for saying what I'm saying now because they'd be like, "No, dude, you can't just say that Breath of the Wild converges all the timelines. Yeah. We can't just converge all the timelines." But that's what you think it does. You think it's like at the very end of everything, and it. That's why I think it's problematic. Is because there's no possible way for you to place it unless every single split timeline converges. Mm-hmm. So it's what I like to call the convergence theory. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't invent this. <laughs> But, you should have just said you did. Uh, maybe. I mean, this is just, that's the only way that it could possibly work. It, yeah. it can't work anywhere else. It, it, it won't ever fit into one singular timeline. Yeah. So, I honestly think that Nintendo is just like, we really don't give a fuck about the timeline so much. I think they're taking like, the Max Fisk approach. Yeah, I think with... Oh, well, now this one's... Uh, the third-and-a-half-version-of-the-split-like-people-like-you-were-like-oh-okay-well-this-and-going-back-right-then-I-feel-at-peace-I'm-like-okay-this-is-normal-this-is-okay-they-will-they'll-do-that-for-people-like-me
and something that really confused me was the Temple of Time and how it's basically destroyed and how that it's clearly after Ocarina of Time, but where? Right, because where was the high? Like the Hyrule War was like the big inciting incident of everything. Uh So it's not directly after that. Yeah, right? and yeah, and you've got the problem that Breath of the Wild actually takes place over the course of a thousand years. Yes. So it's yeah. kind of like, ooh. Is, what, do you think it's over the time of those timelines then? Do you think it kind of... The problem is that Skyward Sword starts, starts the series, but the Sheikah tribe had already existed at that point. So if we're going to put it all together, then the technologically advanced Sheikah from Breath of the Wild had to have existed prior to Skyward Sword, but but then... <laughs> it's so complicated. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so we know for a fact, regardless of games, that the initial inciting incident for this world is described in Ocarina of Time, where the three goddesses come down from the sacred realm or whatever, which is just... Hilia, is it oh, first? we didn't talk about shrines yet. No, well, no, well, because Din, Nehru, and um, Feror, yeah, they remember in Ocarina of Time, you get that cutscene where like the world just exists in like a cloudy, yeah. rainy yeah. sort of like three, three light colors, yeah. right? And and Fire. and the goddesses are wanting to create a world of whatever, so they, you know, one of them creates the earth, mm-hmm. and then one of them creates the, and Faroe creates, like, the grass and living things and the mm-hmm. fairies and stuff, and mm-hmm. then um, Nehru creates the sky and gives, like, the world, like, a soul and purpose, right. and that's how the world started. And and then the event of Skyward Sword happened after that, so then, like, the goddess Helio was, I guess, like, the embodiment of those ideas. Gotcha. And but. she is Zelda. She is reincarnated as Zelda. <laughs> yeah. So she, yeah, she had to be created after that. Okay, that makes sense. But, but the longer it goes on, the more games that get released, the stickier it starts to get. Because exactly. it's like, so wait, so where does this fall in? Right. We're calling you out on your shit, Nintendo. They're all connected. <laughs> Just fucking I admit it. I post this podcast in like uh, some sort of forum, some like Zelda fan forum or something like that. And mm-hmm. You guys probably do a better job Tell me where to put it. But, um... Yeah, let's call them out. God damn it, Nintendo. What are you guys doing, huh? Just let us know. The charade is up. <laughs> Answer me this. How did y'all get, for Breath of the Wild, how did you get into the Goron City? Did you keep flying in and fucking burning to death until finally you made it, you figure out where the armor shop is, and then you real quick bought the armor? How the hell are you supposed to get in there? I got naked. No. <laughs> <laughs> not in not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know what I need to do. This right. I need I need to go back to cool. basics. Ironically is naked right now, <laughs> which is why we we're confused. <laughs> I think I told my roommate watched me because she was she doesn't she's not like a big Zelda person but she watched me play it and it was whenever I kept getting fucking electrocuted because I didn't understand the oh thunder oh my god the right. goddamn yeah and so and you I have was, to throw every piece of metal uh, that you have away right all the great items that it. you've gotten and it's like fuck it's so ridiculous and anyway. so I was playing it and. I kept getting electrocuted until finally I was like, oh, I just don't have to be wearing these clothes. And I was like, God, I wish all my problems could be solved by getting naked. And she thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> but I think for, for... For Goron. Yeah, right. You talk to somebody, there's like a potion you get. That's what it was. So, like, I did get naked. And then I talked <laughs> to this girl, and she was like, you're going to Death Mountain like that? Because they, they react to you being naked. 
or like standing on their which is stool. hilarious. It's like, so right. funny. They, they get bashful, and everyone thinks right. Rick is hot. Like, he is. So many people, <laughs> androgynous. You can't go back on that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they'll react like a lot of the girls will be like, oh, and be like all bashful yeah. and stuff. That was one of those like fifty things we love. Well, a dude just shows up in his right. boxers. And like they're pretty tight boxers, like Nintendo. Really, like yes. they didn't, they didn't throw on like loose fitting clothes for them. No, no where you thank see, they're God. Just the classic boxers. They should have put them yeah. in whitey tighties. That would have been hilarious. Oh man, I've worn boxers since I was like twelve. <laughs> You're into <Anyway>. briefs. <laughs> I'm a big boxer brief briefs guy. Yeah, but so you guys, that was the one thing. The same thing with the goddamn desert. I guess maybe I'm just so stubborn, but like I wish I'd figured out. For example. The, is it Naruto? What is? What are the flying bird people? Rito. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you get that armor that allows you to like sustain the cold. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But for the for the valley, because I, I love the Gurudu, as you guys know. I mm-hmm. said. So I went straight there after Zora's domain. Because yeah. I figured when you when you roll out, jump off the plateau, the first guy you see is Prince Sidon. So it's like, all right, I'm doing. His that was the first. I just stumbled on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's bay. He's from Bay. He's bay. And then. As soon as I figured out, it's like, all right, I can go anywhere now. Boom, going and find the the gritty. Mm-hmm. But I just spent, so, I just lost so many hearts rolling through the heat without anything to like really help. Because I, I'm not a cook. In you gotta life, travel at night. So I'm not a. Because the desert's cold at night. Yeah, it's so cold you actually have to wear your cold resistant gear. Mm-hmm. That was a cool part too. It was. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you have to like worry about the temperature and which changes during like the day so like mountains will get colder yeah. during the night and it's like some places you can go during the day but so so subtle so intense. i thought it was so cool the first time i realized because i originally thought because i had heard that like okay you have to like respond to the weather and if you're in a cold location you have to put on like cold resistant gear or vice versa or whatever mm-hmm. so i initially thought like all right i get how this is gonna work when i'm in the ice part of the world like i'm gonna you have to wear cold your, gear like your blue yeah. tunic or right but then yeah. once i figured out that like no it's like based off of elevation yeah right oh, the higher yeah. that you climb yeah. the climate is going to just naturally change because like the best is uh outside of the gerudo desert they have those highlands that just happen to be super high. And they're so high that they're in a climate that is super cold. Yeah. So it's like a snowy fucking plateau snowy. overlooking this yeah. desert. And um, that's where one of the God damn it. the uh, the temple, the, the mazes is. Yeah. The, the shrines the where you get the There's the orbs? three shrines for the barbarian, which I think is the Oh, the labyrinths. Oh, the labyrinth. that's right, right. Yeah. The barbarian outfits. Oh, it's he cool. He looks so tight. Yeah. I would roll around in those, but he just gets murked by bad guys. Oh, yeah. And the defense is no good. But you equipped a torch whenever you're in cold climates, too, and then you're Right. Pretty much good to go. Yep. So cool. So mm-hmm. smart. So, took me a while to figure that out. Yeah, because you don't think about it. And then you're like, oh, fucking it course. It encourages creative problem solving. It really made me a smarter, more creative person. Just, yeah. Just like, I think right, so, too. you got to solve these problems in this weird way. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most underreported, probably one of my favorite areas of the entire map in Breath of the Wild is the uh, Hebra region up in the northwest. Uh, like mm-hmm. the extreme cold region, yeah. right. and there's this w- Lionels over there. It's like snowy white Lionels. Yeah, fuck those I'm, I'm talking about Lionels. They're so rude. <laughs> they're so rude. <laughs> so mean. They always like look at you too. They always like puff up, and you're like, oh yeah. fuck, <laughs> because <laughs> they know they're good. Yeah, <laughs> and they charge at you. Oh, my. and I am one of those people that I cannot up? let it go. I will kill you. Yeah. I, you can't just yeah. your ego kind of gets. Oh yeah, if you yeah. kill me twenty times, I'm gonna come back twenty-one times. Like, right. 
They are dicks about it. They, they are. Dude, the first song, I was like, all right, whatever. A little centaur thing. Damn. He killed my horse. Yeah, that was my, my fucking first horse. I'll never forget her. Winnie, rest in peace. You can get her back. There's I, a, there's I know. No, I know. But there's a fountain for horses. No, I know. But I felt like... It was my responsibility to take care to make sure that Winnie was okay. It was our. It was my first horse, and she wasn't super special. You know what I mean? It was just my first horse. And I brought him to the stable. And this was like this was at the point to where I got uh, Breath of the Wild the night it came out. Also, my car ran out of battery that night, so I had to. (laughs) I had to like sit in the parking lot of GameStop till like two a.m. Which was totally fine because you just kind of Well, the problem is, is that in retrospect, I should have just started playing the fucking Switch right then and there. But oh, you didn't? No, because I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't buy into the portable stuff until later. I just wanted to play Zelda. Oh, I see. I didn't realize how it. I didn't realize like the the draw of it. I was just like, but anyway. So I get home and I start playing, and it must have been about like five o'clock in the morning, just when the sun is just starting to come up, and I'm still playing for another three fucking hours after this. Of course. But I get to the first stable and I get this horse and I'm fucking like bloodshot eyes, just like smiling my uh, fucking ass off. <laughs> and I get my first horse and I bring it up to the stable and the guy's like, oh, so, you know, you got to give your horse a name. And I was just like, uh, this horse is Winnie. She's my friend. <laughs> and we're going to go through this big adventure all together. <laughs> and for the longest time, I treated like that. I was just like, Winnie, you're pal. You know, we've gone oh, through some stuff together. No. And for a lot of my playthrough, well, like three stars, like you can only like. Hit yeah, she wasn't a, a super. It wasn't a you know a, a horse. It, I didn't care about that stuff. I just liked her because she was you know we were pals. She was yours. And like I'm not like and uh, the worst part is that I'm not like putting on a show for the podcast. Like I really felt this <laughs> no, way yes. with this horse. And, in your eyes, and the and the worst <laughs> part real. was is that. A lot of the playthrough, it was just me and Winnie. And anytime we need to go somewhere, I was like, let's go. And then eventually when I was going up to the uh, the mountain where the blue dragon lives, there's like that's usually where I think you find your first Lionel. Yeah. And the Lionel was standing there. And I thought, okay, Winnie, we've done this before. Like we're going to, since this is a horse, I'm going to approach the Lionel on a horse. Not, <laughs> I had never heard, I didn't know that they were like Dicks. fucking hard to beat. Oh, no. No. And I was really game, right? Lionel's probably the oh, yeah. toughest bad guy in the game. Yeah. And I fucking I go straight up to it and instantly oh, you want to be my friend. <laughs> 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 Hi, this is me and my pal Winnie. <laughs> instantly I'm fucking knocked off my horse. Winnie falls to the fucking ground. And like not soon after that, I'm like, oh fuck, Winnie, get the fuck out of here. We gotta go. <laughs> And the fucking Lionel dude just fucking murders my fucking oh. horse. And the their horse bodies, die. yeah, and their bodies don't go away. They just no, lay there. Just Winnie's just so was laying sad. there dead in the snow, and I was just like about to die too. And I had to be like, "I'm sorry, buddy. I gotta get out of here." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and so Gosh, you could have just gone back to your previous save. No, no, I couldn't do that. It was my fault. It was my fault. And you had to live with it. I'm the. I, what a cinema like. I'm the one who brought her there. Moment. That's oh. why Breath of Wild is awesome for moments like that. You know, yeah. it's just like, and it's not even that I had to think to myself like I'm going to make this more story driven than no. it, it. It just it was the it was the truth. Oh. I got my pal killed. I got my horse killed, and then later. I did find out because I eventually discovered the horse god, yeah, who lets you resurrect the horses. But I just was like, no, like I can't do it. Like oh. Winnie was, you know, Winnie. 
you know, maybe the next time I load up the game, I think I'm going to have to go and finally just bring her back and be like, just apologize. Yes. Just be like, look, it wasn't my fault. And forget about the new horses that I got. <laughs> Because now I've been riding on Zelda's horse and she's like super fast. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie. Oh. I would always, I would always it's use Winnie, Winnie over Winnie. all. The, yeah, Winnie. <laughs> I would always use Winnie over the other horses. Anyway, I was yeah. always on Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> you could never, you could never like make him go. Yeah, but he, would, but he had unlimited stamina, God, he was fast. stamina on that just like easy casual pace. Yeah. Weird. And then there was Drake. He was, <laughs> was okay. But I just thought it was hilarious how big Gandalf's horse was. I can't believe he's that huge. Was horse. Like, that's so cool. That's, that's why I named him uh, Demise. I named mine Demise in like cool honor of. Name. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what he was called in A Link to the Past. Oh, it wasn't really? Ganon, it was Demise. Yeah. I named mine Kumba Kimbre. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know. It means nothing. <laughs> it does now. <laughs> Anytime that I had. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I got into this habit of just sort of like coming up with um, I don't know. I guess like hard consonant names for my horses. Oh yeah. Well, because <laughs> <That's pretty> <laughs> <totally> <laughs> well, you got to remember. <laughs> well, you, you got to remember. My first horse was Winnie. You know, so don't talk about Winnie anymore. Yeah. So like, so every horse that I got after that, I was always thinking in the back of my head like. You're just a means to an end. <laughs> you oh. know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, you're, My true heart is still yeah. there. Well, I did, a, I, did a, I did have another horse. Uh, <laughs> I had Ben. Ben was a good guy. He was a good horse. Yeah. But he was, you know. He couldn't fill have, that, that place in your heart. We didn't have the same relationship. No. You never forget your first horse. No. Um, so. How did you feel about shrines? I loved them. Yeah. They'd piss me off, but I loved them. Yeah. Some of them really fucked with me. I yeah. think there was only one that I left without being able to solve. I could not tell you what it was. I could describe every inch of the geography to you, but because there's always that thing, it's like, wait, did have I not like gotten an item that I need to be able to beat this or whatever? But mm-hmm. it's not the giant bird one, is it? No. Which one? That's the one where you go. <laughs> you go up. They're like. It's the little Ruto girl, and she's like, my grandpa, my grandpa, he told me that he saw this giant white bird, and, um, you know, you, you go, and you, you go to the location, and so you're kind of like, where the fuck is this bird? And then you look over to your left, and you're like, it's this formation of rocks Whoa. that looks like a bird, and yeah. you're like, well, that's gotta be fucking it. <laughs> like, there's no giant bird bird giant yeah. white bird but i heard that one was <laughs> pretty rough for people because they were like where the fuck is the bird but that's almost as bad as that one where you go to the uh rito village mm-hmm. and in a similar situation a young rito girl's like my grandpa was telling me that if you line up this tree with the sun on that mountain over there then you can find this particular shrine that's hidden behind a wall of ice that's right i yeah. forgot about that and, and it didn't end up being was that the one it didn't end up being that complicated or it was complicated? I don't know. I just I, I just fucking fell off of a mountain one day playing it. I just was like, what's behind this wall of ice? <laughs> and then I ended up finding it, which is how I found most of the shrines, to be honest. Oh, gotcha. Wait, did you guys find the one where you go into the deep fucking cave in the mountains and there's the giant whale skeleton? No. 
I don't remember. I don't want to bury it. I don't want to bury it too much. It's it's like the coolest like finding a shrine experience there is. Whale skeleton. Yeah. Do you think that's the whale from Skyward Sword? The one that flies. There was a whale. You don't remember that? He's, no. In Skyward Sword, whenever he's like the god essentially, and he's been corrupted. Oh, I do remember. He's yeah. in like the the area that's like covered in clouds yes. and like yes. yeah. And he's oh, yeah. now I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now I do. Do you think that's him? Dude, probably. They're, 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 Matt is like, he's just like, fucking problem. Who cares? <laughs> no, not who cares. I'm so appreciative of, of how they just include, how they think of everything. You nailed it, Josh. They think yeah. of everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I feel the way that you do, because like, I get really upset with, like I don't know if you guys watch Game of Thrones or whatever, but there's a lot of people who say, like, well, you know, it really couldn't happen like that. Right. And then I'm always like, is that the point? It's a fucking world of magic. <laughs> like, are we really debating Dude, the. Yeah, people get, like, real into that. Thing. I understand like, it, because look at us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're talking about whale skeletons. <laughs> like, that's got to be it's that whale insane. from the other. Yeah. This is life for us, though. Game of Thrones people haven't had their show as long as we've had Zelda, so. Right. I'm not throwing shade at Game of Thrones people. I am. But I'm throwing, yeah, I'm throwing <laughs> shade am. at Game of Thrones people. And I like the show. I mean, I enjoy I'm it. I'm recently getting back sort of into it. I watched, obviously, the the second to last episode you've got to watch of every season. It's like Battle right. Bastards or whatever. Yeah. So I watched the season. It was like Zombie Dragon. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. But um, Spoilers. I, don't know. I got so mad at Game yeah. of Thrones. Like, the Red Wedding, I was like, <laughs> yeah, because they just—they're just trying to set you up to be like, "Ooh, you never thought this would happen." Ooh, Here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, to, to bring it back to Zelda, because this is something that I've thought about a lot, and I, I tried to make a case against Harry Potter because I've got a—I've got a lot of gripes with Harry Potter lately too. <laughs> well, but a lot of that has to do with like you—you you have to read uh, Harry Potter in junior high now. It's like required reading. Oh, which, really? Yeah, which I like, kind of like really disagree with because it. It kind of gives. Um, that's I'm a weird. A huge fan of Harry Potter. Story. I am too. I am too. But I don't necessarily like what's been done with Harry Potter. Like, okay, so here's a great example. I saw this meme the other day. It wasn't a meme. It became a meme. But I saw this the other day. So the movie It, right? Yeah. Pennywise. So like anyone who doesn't know like the story of It, the the, the monster of It takes the form for children of whatever they fear the most. Yeah. Right. Which, it, that's not the, this is a book that was released in the 80s and a movie that was released in the 80s, or the book may have even been released in the 70s. Stephen King, Right. But this idea of a monster that shapeshifts to form your biggest fear has existed since like Greek mythology. It's not like, it's been going on and on. But I saw this post on Twitter that got a lot of traction the other day, and, and that's really what's killed Harry Potter for me is like Twitter. And the fucking sorting quizzes, like, fuck. Anyway. <laughs> Like so you're like a Hufflepuff and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. And so like the problem is that like somebody posted like, oh, I get it. Like it is actually just like Harry Potter because it's actually just Boggarts, which in Harry Potter like take the form of whatever you fear. And it's like every fucking thing in the world, people just are like, oh, this is like Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, President Trump. You know who he's like? He's like Voldemort because he's like evil. You know what I mean? Or, or like. Hitler was like, you know, every bad guy is like Voldemort or like, oh, you know, that well, mean teacher, like blah, blah, blah. The, so, Voldemort. The, the reason, like we said, that, that Zelda has been so successful, I think, as well, Harry Potter, because of all these classical archetypes and all these, like, 
you have to confront your biggest fear and dive down underground and beat the serpent. Like, there, I think Jake and Rowling also hit, like, these boom, boom, booms of these stories that resonate across all everything. So everything kind of is like Harry Potter because Harry Potter is telling the basic story. Yeah, but I mean, could you imagine if people, like, compared Kim Jong-un to Ganondorf? Like, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, we laugh because it's ridiculous. Like, so, like, that's this thing I'm talking about is that people use it as, like... Well, Ganondorf's black. He's the guy, the Saints, um, tight end. Uh, Jimmy, no, um... Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, yeah. Yeah. Like, the black redhead, right? (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, like... I don't know. I just I feel like there's an over reliance for people to use Harry Potter to relate to real life in a way that I think is counterproductive, as opposed to what it's we talked about in Zelda, which is a very productive, uh, productive way. Um, anyway, so um, it's like they can't function without it being related to Harry right, Potter. Exactly. And, like the yeah. only lens that they can see the world through is Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, and. And oh my god, you're such a Gryffindor. I hate, I hate that so because I don't. I've never read the books and I've never seen all the movies, so I cannot connect with anybody on that level. And yeah. so, dude, great books, man. I'm sure, but I think, I think the hype just made me resent it because I was like, I don't know. That's such a thing. When, when, whenever anyone like, like a lot of other people start to like something, it's like, oh, I'm not into that. No, <laughs> I just, I, I'm not an individual. Like, no, no, no. Right. I, for me, it's not. I, I think that. it's been misused. Yeah. Right, it's been misused. Used. Like it's been because you could just rope everything in there, right? It's just been it's right. being it's being used as the only primary text for both adults and children the world over to describe the reality which we face. And yeah. I just think that using that as your primary text to sort of use as a lens to see the world through is uh, really problematic because it's a very black and white story yeah. that you know doesn't really have to go into gray area. It does. It's a great book, the great films. I have nothing against I was a huge fan growing up. But I just think what it's being used for as a primary lens to see reality is bad because it lets you think that people are a Gryffindor or a Slytherin, essentially saying that you're either a good guy or you're a bad guy, and we don't like the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway. I wish I had found it on my own and it wasn't like, you've got to read this book. Because then I would have, but it just became... Nicole, you've got to read Harry Potter yeah. before you die. You I know, know, and I will, but I just, I'm going to do it when nobody's like telling me to. Like, it's going to be on my own time and it's going to be something like that I want to do. Because so many people have been like, you've got to fucking read it. And it's like, I will. Just not right now. <laughs> hey, take your time. You're yeah. young. Play Wind Waker, Max. I will. I will. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, read, and I'll report back to you guys. Yeah, when you play it, I'll read Harry Potter. All right, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, she really, like, <laughs> she didn't even ask. She just said, okay, here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Um, we can continue talking all night if you like, but I would like to wrap up the podcast. We're at two and a half hours, my longest ever podcast. <gasps> I wow. am um, so happy. I feel honored. Before we get to my closing segment, anything else you want to get off at your chest about the Zelda franchise and the whole, as a whole, secret fun things about Breath of the Wild maybe other people don't know about? Uh, anything? Have we not hit? We've pretty much, we've talked about how scary Majora's Mask is, <laughs> talked about how longevitous and um, in unfathomable Ocarina of Time is. Breath of the Wild, we give a great review. So much, so much of the fun quirks and just the expansiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to get off your chest, Zelda-wise? Any questions? Wait, did you? Ever, how did you get into the Goron City? 
Because what, I'm again, the garden sitting? I, I stay in the shade on the goddamn mountain <laughs> from the south. <laughs> and I, I save it, and I go full heart. Boom, I fly in. I'm running around. I'm burning. I'm flying. Boom, I die. Oh, my God. Finally, I realized you can buy the armor that will allow... Like, you go to the armor shop, and the guy's like... And his like, eyes get all big. He's like, you can't go around like this. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that. You yeah. buy the fucking armor, and you're like, I right, now I can fucking handle the heat. How did, how did you get in? Uh, I just I like I like put together some uh, dish. I forget what exact ingredient. Yeah, I put together whatever it was, and I had heat resistance, and I just booked it up the path. I just I avoided all the enemies. I just said fuck mm-hmm. you. And then once I got up there, I just like shelled out pretty pretty quickly for. But I I was I, I when I played so you through. You have to buy the armor in the shop. Like I, in the city? I think yeah, I th- that's where so. I bought it. I think so. It's so tricky because it's like right. you would never think to go to the city until you have the armor. Mm-hmm. I, I usually when I when I knew I was going to an extreme environment, uh, I just made sure to bunch, yeah. yeah I stocked up on everything that I needed, and then I just until I could figure out how to make a more longer lasting whatever. Yeah. But just like a final thought on Zelda, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to uh, describe to people the sort of joy that I've gotten out of it. I mean, anyone who makes it through this entire podcast, at the very least, will have to. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, we're we're sitting here nerding out, but I think like it speaks to like you know. I listen to a lot of podcasts about people. I I, I listened to a three-hour podcast the other day about uh, Rogan and somebody talking about fucking bow hunting. Cameron Haynes. Yeah, Cameron Haynes. And and it's not yeah yeah. And it's not the first time that I've sat through a bow hunting podcast with joe rogan but the reason why i always like to enjoy it is because i'm just like i know fucking nothing about bow hunting mm-hmm. but these guys sound so into it and it sounds so interesting that now by default i've actually looked into mm-hmm. bow, and i got I me mean, i'm interested in like yeah. not, i've not even gone out and done it yet yeah it's the coolest it's like, thing it's like when people are making movies the reason people will will shelve out money for some person they've never met it's like oh my god just listen to this guy talk about in yeah. script, like you can just feel this, like we have just yeah. coming out of our pores, like this love for this subject. So, I know, I'm sure and I so, just like a final thought on the Legend of Zelda. I mean, if, even if you're if if you're somebody who doesn't like, if you're somebody who likes video games and you're like a Call of Duty, NCAA, you know, Man, sports NCAA game, guy. if you're a guy, you know, usually you're not going to be drawn to that type of stuff. But you know, I encourage you to just like, you know, look into it because. It's really just like a really good video game, and like it's got a lot of stuff that people will dig. And even if you're not somebody who plays video games, like the reason why people are passionate about Zelda and the reason why it's carried on so long and is now like even better than it ever was before is just because it's good stuff and it speaks to you on a spiritual level. It it really fucking does, Josh. It's truly special. I am so thankful for these creators, guys. Thank you so much. So, so days of my life, like. From the 24-hour segment, like, weeks, I should say, of my life, I've spent just enjoying this beautiful work of art that uh, that resonates on every level. I agree with you, bud. Mm-hmm. Any uh, closing thoughts on Zelda franchise? Basically, same thing. If you have not played it, just play Ocarina of Time because it's... Start with Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah, and if yeah, you don't like 100%. it, then don't play anything because that's, like... That is the high point for Zelda. But if you play it and you love it, you're going to love every other game. I can't imagine playing it and not 
right? I'm not loving it. I it's I think it's a commitment <gasps> thing. It's the same the thing Deku for Deku Tree. God. He's got what he looks dies. to be like a huge yeah. mustache. Yeah, They should have gotten Oldman to voice the Deku Tree. Little oh, known cameo in the right. Legend of Zelda. That's amazing. So yeah, if you haven't played it, play it because it is life changing. There's a reason why it's so famous and i don't know why it's second tomorrow i think that's bullshit what do you mean second tomorrow just in like worldwide sales every stuff? yeah everybody like whenever they think of nintendo that's and nintendo i mean that's their baby that's why in super smash bros mario is so fucking overpowered but super yeah. smash bros mario sucks does he he fucking kicks my ass luigi's good in in like brawl and stuff but mario playing as mario he's so he's like He's like a good athlete and shit. Yeah. He's just so basic. He's like a good athlete. He's basic. Right. I don't know. I don't then you look at him, he's all chubby oh, and we're, round. We're, we're playing brawl. It's going to hang out. <laughs> um, okay. So how I like to end the podcast is how can we make the world a better place? Um, you can't say play Zelda, but uh, hopefully we can come up with some sort of lesson that we've accrued from from this ridiculous existence that has... Not only happened in this dimension, but also in this virtual, wonderful reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can go first if you want. Sure. I don't have nothing off the cuff. But just something. Anyone listening, how can we improve their lives? Um, and I'll go first. Um, I guess... I don't know. You guys have anything? I have one. I've done, like, yeah, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, um... You've already right. run out. Let me yeah. think. We'll go ladies first. Okay. Well, my only suggestion is be the hero that you needed when you were little. Be the link that you needed when you needed a hero. Hmm. I think that'll make the world a better place. Yeah, I think. Sort out. Be a good person. Mm-hmm yourself figure out your shit mm-hmm. and then you can go out and change right the you culture. can't change anything if you're not happy with yourself if you're not proud of yourself so you have to start with it from within first and then you can change the world but be that hero first hmm. and then be the hero for the world i'll buy it nicole yeah and I, I, similar to that i think that one of the things i love about link is that he's kind of like a solitary figure so I guess one of the ways to make the world a better place, I think a lot of people, they, they got to go through a lot of struggles in life by themselves, you know? And I think it's like, if you are somebody who, you know, you don't have a lot of people helping you out for whatever reason, you know, just do what like Link does. I mean, Link does it basically by himself. And so if you ever are feeling alone or lonely because you don't have a lot of people around you as much as maybe you want, just remember that, you know, you can still attack your goals and you can still be that hero and you can focus on like uh, Nicole was saying is being that hero in the world, you know, fixing yourself first. And, you know, once you have that inner strength, you don't need all these other things surrounding you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that would help. All right. Link hooking it up. Yeah. And then I'll cap it off. Just voluntarily seek out challenging, scary things that can help out other people. If something makes you nervous, that's good. That that's that's just an opportunity for you to become stronger. Mm-hmm. So do things that are hard, solve them in ways that you wouldn't occur to you at first. Um, and use everything that you have as your means to solve your problems. Because 
Well, I mean, if you think about it math-wise, it's like, here's the set of, like, your problem, but life kind of gives you everything you need to to solve it, right? Like, same with the video, like, with, with Zelda. It's like, oh, you're in a dungeon with a bunch of spheres. <laughs> Use the goddamn spheres. <laughs> put them in the, the holes that fit, and, like, go get your goddamn treasure. Yeah. All right. Go get your treasure. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for coming on the show. This was... A lot of fun. Yeah, thank you yeah. for having we'll us. Yeah, thank you. God, come on. Thanks for coming in all this way. <laughs> I can't believe how powerful this franchise is. Um, it's it's been so cool. But much love to you guys. Um, appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you in like five seconds. Sure. <laughs> Peace. Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters, they're roasting, they're brewing, they're packaging. I'm making that coffee, Coffee Moon Harvest Roasters. Harvest Moon Coffee Roasters.com. Booty work, booty work, Harvest Moon and Coffee work.